bam, we're live. I have this thing, so we 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 go live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter. This other one, I oh Twitch. I don't even know what that is. I think I think that's where you play video games, right? I'm not sure. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not big on a bunch of those sites. Good morning, Sevon Matosian, John Young, the Sevon Podcast, 7 a.m. on the west coast of the North American continent. Some people call it California. Pretty pumped this morning. We have Haley Adams. I'm going to ask Haley where she gets her nails done and with the presupposition she does get her nails done. And John Young is going to try to make the conversation, steer the conversation to more fitness-related shit while I find out the gritty details of Haley's life. I think she should be on any second. Let me check the emails, make sure she got the link. What if I'm just interviewing you the whole time? I think you'd have less views. <laughs> uh, don't ruin the show, John. Let's see. Um, um, where do I check? I don't text with her. Most people I text with on the show. Oh, you know who? Oh, there she is. Shit. All I had to do was look down. Oh, it's it's hair down, Haley. Yeah, just roll out of bed. Holy cow. I was tripping because when I would look on your Instagram and I see photos of you and then there's pictures with your hair down, I'm like, who's that? Why is that girl on here? I know, right? Because everyone just everyone just knows everyone just knows you with your hair up. Yeah, either the braids or high ponytail. It's Sunday rest day, so um Haley, this is uh John Young. Have you guys ever met before? Uh, I don't think so. We have not. Um, John's doing um, the opposite of you. He's on his cardio cycle while you're on your strength cycle. Cool. Completely different athletes, and I'm way less, way not better. <laughs> I yeah, I wish I was stronger. <laughs> um, good morning, I, Haley. We've never met in person, huh? Um, I don't think so, but obviously, I know who you are, so. And obviously, I know who you are. Uh, were you at the two? You were a, uh, um, I, I want to say a kid competitor. Is that what they're called? Yeah, like a teenage, <laughs> a teenage competitor in, in 2018. Yeah, I won in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Six CrossFit games. That's a lot. And then, and then you've been to six CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Were you there in 2017? Mm-hmm. Oh, so may uh, uh, probably our paths crossed. Yeah, maybe. But I, but I didn't pay too much attention to the um to the the teen competition. I hear audio in the background. Is there someone's YouTube streaming simultaneously while this is going? Um, um mine might be. I don't think so. <laughs> strike, strike, strike one against John. Strike I, one. I'm not sure. I just entered the studio. H- Haley, after the show's done, maybe we can talk and you can critique John for me. You can help me decide to keep him on for future shows. This is his first solo show he's done with me. Cool. So he's he's gonna he's gonna need feedback and uh, evaluation. Nope. No pressure. Okay. Yeah, I've got um, some wild kitties running around here, so some might make an appearance. Awesome. Um, Haley, what's your Instagram? I'm gonna fix your name. It's uh, Haley H A L E Y Adams with four S's. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Because one S was taken. There's a lot of Haley Adams. Yeah. Bam. 
But when I Google your name, you're like at the top. It's all your stuff. Well, that's good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're making a name for yourself. Um, is this your? Are you at your own house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got it. Um, I actually bought officially bought it. Um, it was right oh, around shit. semifinals, and then didn't move until um, like right after the games. John, did you turn that off? I still hear it for some reason. Yeah, my YouTube's not on. It's just I don't uh, think stream. Mine's not on. This is the only web page open. What if it was me? And I had to be critiqued. Do you guys hear? Do you guys hear an echo? No, I don't hear anything. I hear what you're talking about. It's faint, but okay. I can't believe you own a house already. It's like a real house. Like you don't share walls with anyone. You have your own front yard, backyard. Like you could have a dog or cat, and you don't have to ask anybody. No, oh, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, got some a little front and backyard, a land. Yeah, it was you a good did one. all that. Like you signed all the mortgage papers and like you went in and like, like, Hey, I need a loan. And like, I'm an adult. Yeah, and like, um, you well, showed all that shit. So my parents like helped me with all of that stuff. Like oh, good. You know, I was trying to train for um, semifinals, but I had also been looking at houses for a while. So when I finally found one, it was kind of like at an un- like inconvenient time, but I really wanted this house. So they kind of helped me like get all my stuff together. But yeah, I showed up on signing day and or closing day and, had to sign my life away with like a hundred papers. Oh, that's crazy. Tell me how old you are again. 21. You said I'm 20, 20 and you have a house already. It's a, it was more of like an investment thing. Like I needed to do something with my money. So it was a good investment opportunity. You got Um, money to spend. Hold on. Sorry. Your eggs are ready. Your eggs are ready. (laughs) It was rice, but yeah. Um, just being smart and, try to plan for the future so it's more of like a 10-year plan i feel like who helped you with that what do you mean like like how do you know to like invest and be smart and buy a house like why don't you buy a car and 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 like um double down on waxings and hair appointments well i mean just like people around me that are older than me and wiser so i had some advice in that area and i mean i still treat myself but like i don't know i just felt like it was smart and so did other people so well, um, do you have furniture in there? Yeah, I have um, a couch. <laughs> That's perfect for my first question. Oh. <laughs> so I I have these people visiting me at my house this weekend, like friends. Like it's a college friend from a long time ago, that uh, a lady and her two kids and her husband. And I really like them. They're like dear, dear friends, right? I've known them for like over 20 years. I'm old. And – but I'm friends with the wife, right? And the husband has just come along like in the last like 10 years, right? I just So they're visiting. And yesterday I am uh, in my kitchen making a cup of coffee and I look over and he's laying on my couch reading a book with his feet up on over the arm with his shoes on. It's like over the side of the couch. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like oh, over the armrest. So like the right. backs of his, sh- of his boots are mm-hmm. on the armrest and I'm looking at that and he's drinking coffee in there. And like, I don't drink coffee in there. Cause it's like, there's an Oriental rug in there that like my mom got from her mom. And, and he's pulled over like a bench from the dining room table that he's using as a coffee table to put the coffee on. And he just made himself at home and I'm just watching and I'm at my OCD is like firing up and shit. And like, I'm getting all twitchy. 
And then I see he's curled up his outside leg so that his boot is on my couch. Oh, no. Oh, good. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Um, I, I said like something. Eating. No, I eat on my couch, but that. Mm. Well, it's your couch. You can eat on it. I eat on my couch, too. I, but I don't t- I don't take coffee out there over the white rug. But um, so I said something. I said, uh, hey, dude, get your get your shoe off the couch. <laughs> But I really wanted to say, dude, are you a fucking dog? Yeah. Like, did you not have parents? Like, I just wanted to just go in there and berate him. Yeah, that's, I'm very, very organized with my stuff. I don't like anything out of place. Um, All my stuff's always folded. Nothing's on the counter. So in that area, I totally get that. I don't really like a mess anywhere. So if Rich was at your house and he put his, and he would never do this, and he put his boot up on your couch, you would say something to him? Uh, Mr. Froning, can you get your shoe <laughs> off my couch? Probably, yeah. <laughs> but my cat scratched on the couch, so I'm not really sure that's any better. So. Yeah, I don't like confronting people like that, but I, but I felt yeah, like this. Okay. And then later on, we went out um, for a walk along the beach, like on a path that's on the beach, and he stepped in dog shit. <laughs> So then I told him, I said, Hey dude, you got to Now you can't bring your shoes in the house. And then when we got to my house, he's like, Hey, I cleaned my boots off. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. That's nasty. No. All right. I feel better. Yeah. No, I, I'm the same way. I don't like stuff on my counter. I don't like anything out of place. I, yeah, no, this doesn't fly with me. And uh, people make fun of me for it, but I don't care. I am who I am. I like my stuff. How I like it. Like in my garage gym, when I put something back, it has to be in that exact spot. It can't just be left out there. It has to be in that spot or I just like won't be able to sleep or like let it go, you know, just yeah. better if I do it. That's how I feel if, um, if there's like any, like if the trash can's full at night and I'm in the kitchen and I walk by, even if it's like one in the morning, I have yeah. to take it out or if yeah. there's like cardboard. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. I'll just be like, Oh, those smells will be going in the house all day. There's no yes. need for that. That's exactly how I feel. Or I just like won't stop thinking about it if I don't do it or like dishes in the sink. I never leave dishes in the sink. Just it's better if I just do it. John, do you have any of these traits? These are you're you're hearing traits of successful people right here. <laughs> yeah, the closest thing to that is probably the weights on the bar in the garage gym. Um, I, me and my wife have a constant battle. Uh, I always leave my weights on the bar, and she has to take them off every single time she uh, goes to work out, and she hates mm-hmm. me for it. And we we've had no way. we've had full out fights just from the weights being on the bar. Dude, she's gonna hurt her back one day putting those away. <laughs> yeah. I feel terrible that. Happens. And she is gonna, and she is gonna. That's gonna test your marriage. Yeah, you would not get an invite back here if someone did that. I I think that there's, a, I think that there's more. What do you think about this? In all seriousness, I think that there's a more like if I went out to the garage and I'm like, fuck, this fucking asshole left his weights on the bar again. I st- start to put the weights away, you know, and you're cold and it's. 52 degrees in your garage or whatever when you're angry you're probably more likely to injure yourself too like your back will be all tight your brain will be elsewhere i I choose to look at it optimistically i think it's a good warm-up oh i feel you you're a good dude that's what i tell her (laughs) yeah no i i leave the i leave all that hair in the drain honey so you have something to do when you get in the shower So 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 you can clean it all out so you have a more, so you put, is that, did you put 20% down and then now you just pay a mortgage every month? Is that how you did it? Yeah. And also back to being smart part, like an apartment nowadays, a two bedroom apartment, I was paying 
basically what I would be paying for a mortgage, you know? So it was kind of like smart in that way instead of throwing away rent money, you know? Like that's kind of is what renting is, I guess, throwing away money. So at least I would be able to get something out of it if I'm paying the same amount, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm horrible with money. So anytime I would, I would get money and I would save it as best as I could. And then the second I could buy a house, I would buy a house. And then every month I would, every paycheck I would spend on all my mortgages, like even pay over my mortgages. Cause it's basically like saving money. Right. Right. Like when you can pay an extra one, that's what we'll do obviously to get the, I'm still learning all of this. I think the interest down. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you know what you're doing. I'm trying to learn. Um, and are you are you an employee anywhere? Like, do you get a W two? Um, I have a LLC, I guess. So a, a business. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So you pay yourself. Well, don't really know how any of this works either. So. I guess. I don't know. No, yeah, no, no. Don't feel, I don't know really how any of it works either. I'm just pretending and faking. No, I think it was just smarter to like have an LLC. So we just got, um, someone reached out to us and we just got our first sponsor for the seven podcast. Oh, cool. A pretty big one. Yeah. I was pretty excited. It was pretty trippy. And, um, Matt Souza was like trying to, the, the producer of the show has been trying to explain that stuff to me. Like, Hey, you have to start a business. I'm like, Oh, what? Yeah. He's like, and then he said that he's like, you need an LLC. I'm like, no, nah, I just, I don't need an LLC. You yeah. know, I, just, I was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn though. Today's a rest day for you? Um, I'm going to try to rest, yes. What does that mean? Well, sometimes I just get a little bored and get in my head and I'm like, well, I need to just ride the bike or something and, you know, just get carried away. And But I need to rest, so I'm going to try to rest, especially since I compete so soon. So just need to try to find a distraction. <laughs> do you do you have any um tricks to um to help mitigate that? Like if you got on the on the on the on a bike, would you just be like, okay, so that I don't go hard, I'm only gonna breathe through my nose, or I'm only I, you'll put a straw in your mouth and be like, okay, I'm only allowed to breathe through this straw, or I'm never allowed mm-hmm. to go over sixty RPMs, or do you have any like? Usually, I will put music on and. Like if I can still like sing the music, you know, like, like comfortably. So. Yeah. So you do have a trick and, and, and that's to, and that's just to tame yourself. Yeah. I just, honestly, I love music too. It's kind of like my therapy. So if I can sing it, it's like, you know, I'm not going too hard and it's enjoyable. Do you think you would really injure yourself if you went too hard? Like, what if it's like, fuck it. I don't need to rest. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> why, why is there this tug and war of rest and, and work? Well, I'm not an expert by any means, but people say that's when your muscles grow. So, or I think so. I don't know. So that's my theory and what I try to listen to. And I don't really know. Yeah. I don't think anyone feels better when they rest. That's like the hard part. I don't feel better when I rest, but I go back and forth. Like if I do feel bad Monday, I'm like, well, maybe I should have rested. Or if I do feel bad Monday and I did rest, I'm like, well, it's because you rested, you know? So it's, there's really no winning. I don't know. When you're a kid, it's weird. Like they tell you, don't do drugs, don't do drugs, don't do drugs. And like all the kids at school who are like doing acid and Coke and smoking weed, they're all like having so much fun. And like, and, and, and the first time you, I don't know if you've ever drank, but the first time you drink and you're a kid and like, you just, you're not hung over and you get over it the next day. And, but they keep telling you it's so bad for you, but you have evidence every single day that it's, um, 
It's not bad for you because you're fine. You're doing great. But then the weird thing is, is then this is like when you're 16, right? Then all of a sudden you see those people who did that when you're like 27, 10 years later, like, oh shit, that shit caught up with them. Those people are fucked up. Yeah. So like, like, if we don't rest, I guess that could lead to injury, you know, like give your, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, sure. Like when you're young, it doesn't matter, but maybe it does matter. Yeah. But this is an interesting thing. So after the games, I took two weeks off, two weeks off completely. And I have a little bit of elbow tendonitis. My elbows have never hurt that bad. And I didn't do anything. And I know with tendonitis, you're supposed to like move it. But I was like, I literally rested them and they hurt worse than they did before. And now they're fine again now that I've been training. But I just thought that was like kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Show me where on the elbow that is. It's like, um, I believe it's golfer's elbow. So it's like. Oh, yes. Yeah. It feels better when you warm it up, which it makes sense if it's tendonitis that when I didn't do anything for two weeks, it hurt much worse. But still, that was kind of an interesting story. That's a um, that's like a pegboard thing, right? Like if you do the pegboard, that thing will flare away. No, no. So I, my, I'm sure everyone's seen my elbows like hyperextend a little bit. They always have like in gymnastics, like when I snatch, handstand walk, anything. So it's more of like, just when I do that competitive or repetitively, um, it just is not very comfortable on them. Hey, um, one of my kids elbows does that too. And it's a, it's a trip. Just one. Do both of yours do it or just one? Um, one does it a little bit more than the other, but they've always been like that. So what's the deal when you catch a heavy snatch is like everyone in the room every time, like, I mean, I've never seen anyone do that, but I think they've just seen it happen so many times that it's like not out of the normal. So do you stop like John, when you snatch, do you just let it just fucking slam into that joint? Wham. No, I mean, you hit a sticking point where everything feels super comfortable and it doesn't feel wrong or crashing at all. Just not wrong, not wrong, but you feel it lock out, right? Yeah. And, 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 and Haley, do you have to stop it before it locks out? No, I've, it never feels like it's unstable or anything. It's just more of like a, when it's so many reps that it just like when your elbow is constantly just going backwards, it kind of hurts. But so, so you'll catch a heavy snatch even past, like you'll catch it locked out. You won't like compensate because your arm goes too far back and like bring it forward a little bit. No, I don't, I don't think so. She looks normal. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I've missed it. I don't know. I mean, and her snatch is probably one of her best lifts. So uh, maybe maybe tell me, tell me, why do you say that? Why do you say that, John? Okay. I mean, she, she got, she got 185 <laughs> at the Mac and I was middle of the pack. Um, was, I mean, was that a PR Haley? I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't recall ever snatching 185. So yeah. So and 185 is you know, right in the middle of everybody. It's not weaker. It's not stronger. Um, at the games, she snatched 175. And the girl at one spot ahead of her at 180 was Amanda Barnhart. So, I mean, her snatch is, you know, very comparable to the rest of the field. I don't think she's weaker in that aspect where other lifts she is. Yeah, I definitely feel much more comfortable snatching. Like if there were a max snatch or heavy snatches, like compared to the field, I feel much more comfortable so you're saying that the, the difference between Haley's snatch and her deadlift is not as much as like Amanda Barnhart's snatch and deadlift. You're saying Amanda Barnhart or, or Amanda Barnhart's like back squat, for example. Yeah, the difference is way less than in a snatch than 
other lifts, like more static lifts. But I mean, would you agree, Haley? Yeah, I don't have, um, I didn't come into the sport with a lot of like brute strength. Like I could barely, honestly, clean squat the barbell. I was just, yeah, it's it's taken me a very long time to build the strength that I have, which is still not great, but we're still trying so and growing, but it's just taken me a little bit longer. Is that an argument that she's a better athlete then? No, I mean, she came into the games with like an elite engine. Like if you wow. take it, if you take it to the other extreme, like Amanda Barnhart, pro- I know I keep picking on Amanda Barnhart, but uh, she probably has a very hard time building her aerobic capacity where Haley has a very hard time building her strength. Like mm-hmm. different athletes. Well, it's are- not even a hard time. It's just, it's just late to the game a little bit relative to the other girls. Right. Cause it's, it's actually building fast, isn't it? I mean, in a way, yes. Like she was late to the game building a strength base for sure. But I mean, she was still doing CrossFit when she was 14, 15. I mean, that's around when other girls are lifting weights too. Okay. She's weak as a bird. My bad. (laughs) I mean, just different athletes are, uh, I mean, people are different. Some people lean more, some people lean more towards strength and Haley's aerobic capacity is like, I mean, top tier, like top three in the world. Yeah. I came into the sport actually with a good, um, engine and I did gymnastics for a while. So I had like good body awareness and was good at that stuff too. So that kind of made up for, um, not being so strong. I guess what I'm implying is, is that if you, if you, if you deadlift, I'm just making this up 50 pounds less than someone, but you snatch the same amount of them. I just, I, I know it's not fucking science and it's not objective, but I just think that the person who, who has the lighter deadlift is a better athlete. They have better technique. I would say better technique. Yeah. I don't know about better athlete, but better technique for sure. Yeah, I feel very comfortable like snatching like my technique and stuff. I think that's why I'm able to snatch a little bit heavier and it looks like looks harder, but I think it's just my technique. I don't know. Yeah. Better athlete. I'm going with better athlete. You guys <laughs> might be right, but I'm going better athlete. Thank you. Um, where were you born? Uh North Carolina Lexington, North Carolina. Is that by um is that by Jason Hopper lives? Does he live in He's North, in or South, South Carolina? Carolina. Oh, the second best Carolina. All the same. To me. North Carolina is the best. How about Shelby, North Carolina? Do you know where that is? Mm, I've heard of it. I think so. I interviewed a rapper who was from there the other day. Oh. Lika Velli. Mm. Yeah, North Carolina is the best in the world. Okay, so you're born in North Carolina, and and I guess your parents are still together because they you said they came and helped you buy a house. Yeah, and I have a um, twin brother. That goes yeah. to school and an uh, app, which is in Boone. Yeah, tell me about that. Like twin, like are you are you guys identical twins or fraternal twins? <laughs> I love when people ask that question because he's a boy. He's a, a boy. oh, so it always has to be fraternal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fuck! I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's okay. Literally, everyone asks every time. <laughs> and I ha- and I have twins, and I didn't even know that. Oh, you so do? you guys, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you guys each had your own bag. Back. Like, like that's fraternal twins. They each got their own like sack, embryonic sack. Oh, like, I don't know about any of that stuff. Yeah, but. and and then identical ones. I think they share a sack. Like they're, they're identical. Just, no, mine are fraternal. Also, oh, okay, cool. Nice. I, I guess when my wife had them when she was uh, maybe forty-one or forty-two, but I guess it's pretty common for women when they over 35 years old to start dropping multiple eggs. It sounds like some evolutionary shit. Like, yo girl, you waited too long. You're going to have to start making two at a time. 
Yeah. So my mom was 33, I think. Okay. So kind of close to that. And she dropped two eggs and she got two babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. Do you have any other siblings? No, which is us. Wow. Yeah. And are you guys close? Oh yeah. We're, we're very close and we're total opposites too. But um, yeah, the last few years we've just really gotten close and I've talked to him literally every day. But does he have an Instagram account? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hunter. Hunter's his name, right? Yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Hunter Adams. Because when you post pictures of him, I don't remember. I, I remember thinking, oh, I, and I looking for his tags and I couldn't yeah. find you tagging him. You don't tag him? No, you I want, tag him. You I'm do? Like, okay. He wasn't allowed to be tagged. Yeah, I think he's private. So uh, that'd be why. Yeah. Why is he private? I don't know. I think he just wants to be. <laughs> I used to be private before I had a lot of followers. So, yeah, that's the opposite of you. Like you said, he's the opposite. Yeah, I mean, I like how we live our lives, basically. Like, and like what we do, you know. Like he's, he's, you know, just being a normal kid right now. He's got a job, but and I'm just work out all the time and go to bed at nine o'clock. But he's like my biggest fan, and it was really cool for him to get to experience. Um, he got to come to the MAC this year, and he hasn't watched me compete since literally 2017 when we were in that barn at the games and he was like, Whoa, this is really different. Like getting to see me on the big stage. So that kind of gave him a new perspective and he wanted to go to the game so bad, but he just like couldn't get off of work. So, but I was like, you're honestly, I won't even get to see you. So you're not going to be missing anything. It's better if you just watch it online. It's, it's, yeah. it must be, it must be crazy um, for him. I'm guessing that you're 20 and you have a house already. I'm trying to think. I I think the first house I ever bought, I was like, I don't know, maybe almost 40. And if my wife wouldn't have done all the paperwork and all that stuff, we still wouldn't have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can agree with that part. If my parents had helped me with all the paperwork and stuff, I probably wouldn't have it either. But he's so proud of me, though. Like, seriously, my biggest fan. Are you still a kid? Yes, like, I think I am. Yeah. At heart. I, I think I need to have friends my age because I don't want to grow up too fast, you know, because I am hanging around people that are older than me. I don't have a ton of friends my age, but I do have a few close ones, which is honestly all I need. And it makes me kind of feel like my age, you know? Yeah. Don't, don't, um, even if like you see in the comments, people are like, how dare you, Savon? She's a grown woman, blah, blah. Don't, don't listen to any of that. No. Be a kid as long as you can. It's a horseshit. No, there's I, no, totally. everyone who says there's an adult is, is faking it. it, it yeah. Out of necessity, but don't ever fake, don't fake it as long as you can. No. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I do think I am a little bit more mature than a lot of 20 year olds, but also I still have that side of me where I'm like, oh yeah, she's, she's 20, you know, just talking away. <laughs> yeah. So you're born in North Carolina and uh, one sibling parents together. And then how did you, were your parents athletes? How did, how did this whole moving and, and using your body and like being comfortable in your body thing start? As a um, my dad was an athlete, but I mean, honestly, I, from as far as I can remember, I've played sports my whole life, like soccer, softball, gymnastics, cross country, swimming. So there, there's never been a time in my life where I haven't played some kind of sport. And why, how, what did that look like? Like at four years old, your parents were like, okay, Haley, you're now on this swim team or you're now on this yeah, softball team. Or- I can remember playing t-ball when I think maybe we were in kindergarten or first grade and then swim team just like as a kid. And then, I mean, as we got older, like we play on, um, you know, more legit teams, but yeah, that's just all I've ever remembered is playing sports. 
So go to school and your, and your mom or dad pick you up after school and then take you straight to sports. Yeah. So if it wasn't um, the school sport, I, when I started gymnastics, I, my gym was 30 minutes away. So my mom um, would pick me up from school and we drive 30 minutes to gymnastics for like four hours and then 30 minutes home. I'd get home at like probably eight 30 every night. Um, that was definitely a commitment, but I did love it. What did your mom do during those four hours? Honestly, I can't remember. I think she, I want to say she stayed there sometimes and then, or also she would go home and my dad would come pick me up. Um, cause my brother was at home, but can't really remember, but I think that's what it was. Yeah, it's great. It, it's, it's nuts what we parents do. Okay. So Haley, what I want you to do is I want you to get your checkbook and I want you to pay your mom $10 an hour, four hours a day for eight years and just send that off when we're, uh, when we're done with the call. It's, uh-huh. it's crazy how much time we spent. Yeah. I think about that. that and all the gas and she drove you there. And she loved it too. Like she never complained. Yeah. Would she sit there and and do your parents love watching you move? Like when you exercise, like, or when you're at the games, do they just, are they just fixated on you? So they actually don't know a ton about CrossFit, but absolutely. Like they're, they're screaming. They don't really know what's going on exactly. Just seeing who finishes first. Um, But yeah, they're, they're all in. Do you, do you enjoy watching people move? Like CrossFit? Just any kind of movement. Like, do you like, like when you like, um, I really enjoy watching people move. It's like the best part of is the best part about being on the media team. You could just stare and watch people move. Or like if my wife's working out in the garage and I hear her start, I'll just go in there maybe with my phone or something, but I'll go in there just to watch her move. Or like, I just really enjoy watching people move. Or like if you're, I'm not into the Olympics, but like, you know, the sprinters are going to be on. You're like, yeah, I want to see like, I want to see them move. I want to see their legs do that thing. Yeah, I guess so. Cause I love watching the Olympics. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you can you steal things from people when you watch them move like if you see when you when you're in the gym at mayhem and you watch are you like oh that that's what i need to be doing there has been a few times where i think of that's happened where i've seen someone you know maybe ski different or just do something differently than i've ever seen and i'm like well maybe i'll try that maybe it will help me you know uh, that has happened a few times <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it must be nuts being there because of all the people who come through there, huh? Yeah, it's, it's honestly truly incredible. See how many people just drop in like every day and the incredible athletes that come through here. It's honestly really cool to witness. Are, are you ever in there and like someone comes in, you're like, holy shit, I didn't know they were coming in. Um, yeah, probably. Honestly, like, like I said, a lot of people come through. Um, I'm sorry. My roommate's about to come home. Um, yeah. And, and and I get and I guess you've been doing this long enough to where also they're probably it's more the other way. They're like, holy shit, there's Haley Adams. Um, yeah. Sometimes I forget though, like when I'm at Mayhem that I'm like, you know, kind of cool to people and I'm like, oh geez, like, you know, I just kind of get a little shy. But because when I'm at the barn, that's kind of like my safe space, you know where I just Haley, you know, and then when I go to the gym, I'm like, Oh, like I have to be like, you know, act a certain way. Not that I act any different, but I just want to make sure that, you know, I look okay and look nice. And, you know, yeah, I get it. Present there. It's it's kind of your house and and you want to be a good host. Yeah, exactly. 
in most of your in most of the t- times that I've seen you be interviewed, you're pretty quiet, almost docile. Um, and then I saw you in that podcast. It, it was basically like a call-in podcast with Rich's daughter and the and the two ladies from the team. The four of you were sitting at a table, oh, yeah. and that's where you. I was like, "Oh, that's Haley Adams." Like you were really just going for it. You were just yeah. like, "It's it's something I've had to work on." Is like being able to talk in front of people and like feel comfortable, or at least look comfortable, you know, um, it's gotten way better over the years. I've been a little camera shy, but you can kind of tell like in that element where I just feel safe and comfortable. That's when I really am like acting myself, but it's still a work in progress. <laughs> and you could tell you really like Rich's daughter and, and, oh, and, and, and those two girls uh, tell me their names again. I had one of them. Andrea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell I, that you guys are like family. Like, Oh yeah. I love, those kids so much and then getting to train with those girls this year we actually got so close and um i look forward to when the season starts back again and just gonna hang out with them because they're truly awesome people too not just athletes they're really cool when the guy from the morning chocolate was interviewing you it looks like it was about a month ago he asked who would you go on a team with of girls and you didn't answer it at first and that's exactly what i thought i go oh she doesn't want to like she has those two girls, and then she has this blossoming relationship with Mallory O'Brien. I'm like she doesn't yeah. want to, she doesn't want to say. And then yeah, you circle I mean, back around, and you said all three. I was like, "Dad, a girl." I'm like, "Can we do a four person team?" <laughs> yeah, they're all awesome. I love them all. Yeah, that's awesome. In these days, I bet you you could do that. I bet you you could enter a competition that's supposed to be um, mixed sex, two dudes and two chicks, and you could yeah. be like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're going four girls," and like no one could say anything. They'd yeah, be scared. They'd be canceled. Don't. Just don't tell anyone to show up like that. Yeah. You just put a mustache on and roll. Yeah. And win. And win. <laughs> so so you're do so you're all is, is your twin do is Hunter doing all these sports too, swimming and all this stuff? No, he was more into baseball growing up. Um yeah, he, he just works out like at Planet Fitness. So, you know, getting a pump session in with all the boys. Yeah, I that's how I grew up. It's good stuff. And um so he's playing baseball as a kid and his your mom and dad are driving him around to baseball. You're you're getting driven around to all your sports and gymnastics. And was gymnastics primarily a girls thing at your studio or was it pretty mixed? Oh no, it was mixed. We had guys too. Yeah. Yeah, when my kid was doing gymnastics, I was actually surprised how many girls. It was like almost all girls, but when I went to a gymnastics studios in other countries, it was like almost all boys. So it was kind of a trip. Yeah, no, ours was actually pretty mixed. Okay. And um, so then you go into junior high and you're still doing all this and then you get into high school and is, do you, are you enjoying school? Are you enjoying life as a child? Elementary school? Yeah. Junior I, high? There were like a lot of different stages in my life. I feel like looking back at um, when I was in school, but um, I think I, I enjoyed middle school and then high school was like, yeah. And, and, and what, what happened in high school? Were you competitive? Did you catch yourself being competitive even at a young age? Yeah, I was. Oh, my goodness. I was so competitive in anything I did. If it was like field day or um, just oh my goodness. What is this? If it, oh, Lord. Sorry. Did I go away? No, no you're still there. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but I was competitive. I wasn't the smartest, but I always tried. That was another thing. My brother and I would kind of like compete in grades and stuff. Um, but yeah. Things I think I just kind of entered a new phase in my life when I went to high school or started high school, and things just kind of changed from there. 
and, and when you say just typical kid stuff, like like horm like just hormones, like just turning into a woman, like that kind of stuff. No, so I um freshman year is kind of like when I started CrossFit, um, and I kind of it was around the open, so like everything kind of happened fast, like making the games, and I was still a freshman, um, so I just kind of like. I don't want to say changed who I was, but it changed a lot about me. Um, and I couldn't do the same things that I could like hang out with my friends all the time. And they were also just like all new to this stuff of CrossFit. And I just felt like a lot, the dynamic of like our friend group had kind of changed a little bit. And I didn't really know how to manage that other than just, because like I said, I was training all the time for the CrossFit games as a 15 year old. Yeah. Um, and my friends didn't know how to manage it either. And Yeah. Just kind of changed a lot. Were your parent were your parents doing CrossFit when you did CrossFit? No, no? I'm the only one to do CrossFit in my family. What's the story of how you got into it? You were you were a gymnast. Yeah. So there was actually a CrossFit gym right beside my gymnastics gym, and they had these uh, clear windows. And every day we would drive by, and I would see these women like jumping rope and doing stuff from the pull-up bar and lifting weights. And I would like beg my dad. I'm like, can you please take me? Like, I just want to try it. And he, one day he finally took me and oh my goodness, I just remember my fundamentals class just going ham. But for a while I was doing CrossFit and gymnastics at the same time. <laughs> so gymnastics was 30 minutes away. You went to that. You didn't find a gym closer to your house. No, there eventually was one that had already started and made friends and stuff at this CrossFit gym. So. Um, the first time you went for that fundamentals class, did was it the same day you had a, a gymnastics, like you did both in the same day? Yeah, I went right from gymnastics to like, I think it's the 730 fundamentals class. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Mm-hmm. And did your dad go inside with you and be like, okay, this is my weirdo daughter, guys. Um, I'm going to sit over here, trainer. Yeah, well, they didn't want to let me because I was 14. 15 or 15 I can't remember um but I was like just kind of like begging and they knew that I was already like an athlete so um yeah he went there and watched me he was, he was probably honestly like what in the world is going on here because it was like wall balls burpees and I was just going to ham it's like what is this madness <laughs> um what had you heard of CrossFit yeah so there were a few girls um that did gymnastics that had started CrossFit. That's why I was like, I really want to try it. And I was getting a little burnout on gymnastics anyway. So like I said, I've played sports my whole life. So I needed to have something to do. So there were girls in your gymnastics too, older than you or younger or same age? They were old. They were older than me and they had stopped gymnastics and had started CrossFit probably for the same reason that I wanted to. And so you would hear them talk. Hey, you would just be standing next to him and then the girl would be like, oh, I learned double unders today. And the other one would be like, oh, I I killed the handstand pushups. And you're like, wait, what's this? Yeah. So I'd follow them on Instagram and would see like their CrossFit posts and stuff. And I was like, I really want to try it. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know who Rich was at the time? Yeah. I remember Rich, Annie, and I want to say Camille were like some of the first people that I followed. Oh, I remember watching the, the 2015 games um, and I didn't really know anything about CrossFit then. And I was just like so amazed by all the women. It was, yeah, I just wanted to do it so badly then. I'm trying, I'm trying to um, relate to that. And, and I can't because I'm just thinking at 15, I would be like. I just, I just, I guess I just wanted a car and I just wanted to hang out with my friends and like, 
I just can't. I, the thought of just working out. Um, did you have any? Did you? And did you have any? Have any issues getting sweaty? Like at fifteen, I would have never wanted to get sweaty. But I guess you were playing sports your whole life. No, so like I, I wasn't like just working out. It was more of like, you know, training. You know, so it is working out. But I was training for something, so it made me feel like I have a goal because I had made the game so quickly because um, the open had come around so fast um, that I just felt like I was working towards something. Did you want to go to the Olympics as a gymnast? Uh, no, I was definitely not at that level. <laughs> so, and, you, but, and you had no desire. So why were you doing it? Just because you liked moving and the kids? and I had just played sports my whole life. And honestly, that's a, a good question because I don't even really know the answer to that. Just kind of yeah. did it, I guess. Yeah, and you, and you don't need a reason. Like, yeah. I, I think I – think, um, I think that's one of the coolest things about CrossFit too. Um, Dutch Lowy said this to me, like in 2008, he said, Hey, if you don't know what you want to do with your life, you should be doing CrossFit because the second you figure it out, you'll be prepared because you're a CrossFitter. Right. So, so you, so you start your, I guess you're in the, you're in the eighth grade actually when you start CrossFit then. No, I was freshman year high school. So ninth grade. And, and right away you're, you start getting games aspirations. Yeah, because they announced that they had a team division, and I was like, "Oh, I want to do that! Like, I want to compete in the games." And but you got second. Yeah. Wow. Um, what do you tell your coaches that at the gym? What gym was it? What was the CrossFit gym at the time? Uh, the one I had qualified out of. Yeah. I started at a different gym, but then had moved to another gym to train with some of the local girls um, that I was telling you about. Uh, that was College Hill CrossFit. College Hill. And is that, is that's the second gym you went to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that closer to your house? No, it was actually a little bit farther. Oh, damn. Your parents. Yeah. You I could drive by then. Well, almost. I turned 16 um, that December after the games. So I could drive after that. It's nuts looking at your Instagram. I went all the way back to oh, goodness. April 16th, 2014. It's weird though. You kind of look the same. You haven't changed. Those are embarrassing times. Nah, nah, not at all. You're just a, really? you're just a, like a, yeah, you're just a younger version. Like you're just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, le, you, you just, you know, less, less, just a younger version. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I want to delete those photos sometimes. And I'm like, no, it's kind of like, I don't know. You know, I, I didn't see anything on there that was uh, embarrassing. Or no, wrong. it's just like cringy to me at least. And I'm like, oh, I don't want anyone you, to see those. <laughs> I shouldn't tell you this, but you know, you can archive them. No, I know. Oh, okay. But sometimes I just – it makes me laugh, all those photos. Did you see the one of me falling at gymnastics? No, but I saw the one, that epic photo of you going over that bar. No, you got to watch the one of me eating it. Oh, Is it, is it a video? Yeah, it was a video. Doing what movement? Um, I was swinging from the high bar and just completely flew off the bar, like hit the low bar, and then like landed on my neck. D- oh, damn. And someone and someone <laughs> caught and someone caught that. My mom. <laughs> she was like, "Oh no!" She did was she videoing cry? it because she cry? Right, it goes down because she's like, oh, and then it comes back up. <laughs> People die doing gymnastics. I know. I landed right on my neck. Like it was bad. And and, and uh, what, how old were you? Um, I'd have to look at the year, but do you, do you still have that injury? Oh no, I didn't actually get hurt, but it hurt really bad. In 2018, 
um, ESPN did an article on you. Mm-hmm. When was that? Three years ago. And they mentioned in there about boys um, commenting about your body in high school. Is yeah. that is, is that a true story or is that just something yeah, that kind that's, of like they had to put that in there? True story. It kind of goes back around to that like friend group that I grew up in a small town that you only know the same people for forever, you know. So um, once I had started working out and, you know, I was posting videos of me lifting weights and just like everyone else does when they first start. And um, yeah, so people would start making comments. Um, some of the friends that I'd had for a really long time and just like calling me Arnold. And I, honestly, I wasn't even big either. I just had posted videos of me lifting weights. I, my body hadn't really changed that much. Um, but just making comments like that or grabbing my arms and, you know, as a, and as a 15 year old girl, that's kind of the last thing that you want to happen. You know, you're still like in that phase of being insecure and just like, wanting to feel pretty and like accepted. And it just, yeah, it was a very strange and weird time just because it was the people I'd grown up with and it was a hard adjustment. Like, like harder than um, kids making fun of some other kid for being fat or like, Um, and can you still relate to it? Or do you look back and go, what was I thinking? Like, it's not a big deal or, or was it a big deal? Um, I think it back then it was a big deal to me because I do remember being like really sad and just like didn't want the friends I had grown up with to like look at me any differently or like, you know, I just wanted them to still be my friends and like come with me in this like new chapter of my life or whatever I was doing then. And so, yeah, I can remember being really upset sometimes and sad and um, it's just, and being 15, a 15, 15 year old girl is also just a weird time, you know, like you're just trying to fit in and, yeah. Then I don't, I mean, now I personally could care less about what anyone back then would say to me, but then I did really care. Yeah. I guess at 15 now that you, I, I, you really do want to be liked. Yeah. You want to be everyone's friend and you want to be feel pretty and you know, yeah. But now I don't care. (laughs) I didn't see, except for there's a picture of you with a boy. (laughs) <laughs> and you're in front of I don't know what it is. It, uh, it looked like maybe a water slide park. Um, it's called. It started with a C. Carowinds. What's it called? Carowinds. Yeah. What is that? That's an amusement park that's uh, split between the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. Okay. And is that is that your boyfriend at the time? Yes. <laughs> and and how old are you there? Are you like uh, what 15? year is that? Probably fourteen or fifteen. Okay, so that's is that the only um, boyfriend who's ever made an appearance in on your Instagram? Yeah. Guy, gotta go delete it. That guy should get a medal. Oh no, it's such a cute picture. It's such a sweet picture. And is is there? Have you had a? Do you not have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend now? No. No. Do uh, when I was taught, was it um, Mikhail Shin? Sydney, yeah, you got it right. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I know you're talking. When, when I was talking to her, I think it was her. I was so impressed at her focus because at that, I mean, do you want a boyfriend or a girlfriend? It's not that I like don't want a boyfriend. It's just like it's hard to find people like my age that understand what I do and like. 
I have to go to bed at nine o'clock, you know, like, and I have to, I can't go out on weekends and I can't do all this crazy stuff. So it's hard to find someone that actually understands that. And I don't want to have to deal with it if they don't, you know? Right. Right. I, I, well, yeah, yeah, I can't, um, I'm, I mean, now I can relate, but I can't, when I try to put myself in your shoes, it's so hard to relate. Cause I, at your age, I was still just like, Hey, I just want a full tank of gas and some beer and find some girls. <laughs> but, but I, I, I admire, I admire that it, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy focus. I just think also this, like a part of you probably, um, you know, we're always practicing things, right? So like now you're practicing, like paying your mortgage and having a house and taking care of a house. You're practicing your lifelong practice of taking care of your body and being healthy, but like relationships you have to practice too. But I guess, I guess you do have a lot of really intense relationships they might not be the romantic kind, but, but just working out with people in close quarters day in and day out at may at the mayhem empire might is also like, it comes with its own challenges, right? Yeah. I mean, cause people can annoy you and I mean, just just people. I'm extremely close with everyone that I see on a daily basis. Like Tasha is my best friend. Rich is also a very good friend of mine. Um, yeah, basically everyone up there, but also like who doesn't get annoyed with each other sometimes, you know, like that just means that you're family and that you love each other and, and that you care for them. Um, but yeah, I, I would say it's always good to like work on our friendships and, you know, check in with each other. Do you have suitors? Do you have like people courting you? Hmm. Um, yes. Thank you. That want to date me. Yeah. Do you have, do you have people? Who who are who who have crushes on you? Who have remote romantic interest in you? Probably on social media, some of my direct messages. But not in your um, not like in your immediate sphere. Like, there's not like a boy at the gym who likes who's asked you out like four times. Oh no, or I just don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do, you, do you think Mal and Emma uh, go through the same things? Like at 15 and 16, with people talking about their bodies yeah but i think both of those girls have a very strong head on their shoulders and that they don't honestly they probably don't care what people think because they're already so successful um so i hope for their own sake that they don't feel like that because they are beautiful and amazing but you never know what someone's going through so i I just think it's less stigmatized now as much as it was because like you were kind of the first one as far exactly. as the younger yeah. generation goes and you know everybody's kind of following your footsteps now so i i'm just curious if it's less stigmatized now as it was then even though it was only a couple of years ago right and i think that's why i did feel so badly in the way that i did just because there wasn't really anyone else to relate to um back then but now um there are more people to relate to and younger girls to look up to so hopefully not Hopefully that's a less common thing now. Someone wrote in the comments, John. Um, yeah, Mal is homeschooled due to those exact things. I don't know exactly what they mean by those exact things, but is that from people giving a hard time at, at, in high school? Um, I don't know, but she is honestly an amazing girl. She's so sweet. I love How would you Mal. give Mal O'Brien a hard time for anything? I know. Oh my gosh. Um, She's just like from the parental view, she seems like the dream kid. Yeah. She's an um, awesome friend too. Oh my um, God, what do you mean? 
There's a new guy at your gym. I'm trying to remember his name. He came from Brazil. Handsome. Yeah, that guy. That guy. (laughs) Um, Do you like him? Yeah. He's He's okay. Yeah. He's cool cool enough. Yeah, he's cool. He wrote in the comments, I'm teasing you. Does she like me? (laughs) Because we're live right now. Only when you work out with me sometimes. He doesn't work out with me. (laughs) Go ahead, John. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Um, do you like, do you, do you want to work out with like when someone like that shows up, do, does any part of you want to haze them? Be like, okay, welcome to mayhem. Come here, buddy. Let's get on, let's get on the, let's get on the bike and let me, uh, let's see what you got. That's so funny because literally anyone that walks through the doors, I'm like, Hey, come on, let's do this workout. And like, for some reason, a lot of people cannot tell me no, they like, don't want to do it. No part of them is like, yes, but they always do it. And the first week that I was back and Guy was in town, I was like, Guy, let's go. And I was making him do all these workouts and hats off to him because there was one more workout I was going to do for the day and he was tapped out and he was like, you know what? <laughs> Can't do it anymore. He got a chair and he got some frosted flakes and he was eating frosted flakes, counting my reps. And I was like, I respect that much more than someone making excuses. But we, I put him through it that weekend and I swear that's why it doesn't want to work out for me. Yeah. I want to do the hailstorm workouts. Um, maybe you should have a shirt uh, hazed by Haley. Maybe. Maybe. And that's a great, that's a great, um, that's a great concept for a video. I noticed you're doing more and more videos. Yeah. It could be hazed by Haley and you could just look at the camera and be like, Hey, if you ever show up to mayhem, this is the kind of shit you can expect. Yeah. And it's just like a 30 minute video of you just like, you know, after it. Cause yeah. Funny when, when Rich is in town, a lot of people seem to maybe not work out as much or come around as much. But when he's gone, I like lose my mind. I'm like, we're going to train from nine to five. We're going to do all this, all this, all this. And so I, that's kind of what happened that weekend. And he just happened to be the, the punching bag. So I think it scared him away from working out with me unless Rich is there. <laughs> so. are, are, do you, do you, who, who is, who is the um, de facto leader, the unspoken leader when Rich is gone? If Rich isn't in the gym, is there? Mm, I don't know. Well, I, he kind of sends me workouts. Um, Say that again. He sends me workouts. So I guess people know that he sends the workouts to me and then we kind of just gather and do them. I wouldn't say I'm a leader though. <laughs> I'm usually just like, hey y'all, let's go. Like, Yeah, that sounds like a leader bus. to me. Sounds like a leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you. I mean, clearly your performance, and from what I hear from you and other people, your work ethic, both of those show um, leadership. I mean, that's basically from the interviews I've read from you that you've done, and from what other people. That's basically one of Rich's strongest leadership points is that he does the shit, and I think yeah. you've commented on that. He's not just like Haley, do this. He's like Haley, come here, let's do this. Yeah, we. I love that he like still trains does all my training together. And also he's probably fitter than me too, but um, yeah, he doesn't expect you to do something that he's not going to do. You know, Guy said in the comments, she killed me. <laughs> <laughs> he was so dead that day. It was amazing. That was the first time working out with him. Scared him away. <laughs> Is it fun when someone like Guy comes in the gym? Like it's like getting a new piece of equipment. Yeah, like all so of a sudden like- you're like, like, 
everything just just it's like uh it's cool right it's like if you got a new drinking fountain i mean it's just it's yeah. an inspirational he brings a different vibe and new energy than what we had before you know so everyone brings something to the table that's different and it's not exactly like this but it's tied to what i was saying earlier about liking people move you have this guy he's got a totally different body totally different levers totally different continent he came from i mean i know we're all human but you get to um yeah, you get to test him out. He gets to test you out. It's a whole it, – it's chemical. I don't know how to – it's a um, – oh, I, I get it, yeah. They're yeah, also basically polar opposites. As far yeah, as we are that. What kind of athletes they are. We are. That's why it's fun to take up a beat them on, beating on our CrossFit <laughs> workouts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you can always tell if the vibe is off or something, which everyone at the barn, the vibes are great and – um, that's what makes it so special. I think. Um, do you have, can anyone come to the barn or is it a pretty exclusive club? Is it pretty, is it invite only? Like if someone was a bad vibe, if there was a bad vibe, would rich talk to them and be like, Hey man, you either got to unfuck yourself or beat it. I would say like, you have to be invited. Like that's someone's house. So there's not usually any bad people there because you can kind of tell before you invite someone. <laughs> I have a question about that. Tevon. Um, yeah. Haley, uh, Rory always loves to tell the story about you rowing a marathon and uh, Rich inviting you after that. He tells every single time I hear him talk about you, he tells that story. Um, when you decided to row that marathon, was the goal to be invited to the barn? No, I genuinely just wanted to row a marathon. And actually, um, you know, Facundo? Yeah. Facundo did it with me. And oh, Heidi and They leave that else. part out. I literally just wanted to row a marathon. That was it. I wanted to burn some cows, do it for myself. That's it. And 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 he came. Rich came over to you and saw your split time, right? Is that yeah, the? It's kind of a blur, but I think something like that. Let me see if I can find it here in my notes. Rich complimented your your row marathon and your split time. And then was it like right after that? Like, are you on the ground in a puddle after the marathon? And he's like, yo, girl, you want to start training here? No. So I had, I was in town for a aerobic capacity seminar and um, I went back. Um, and then a few weeks later, I got a message um, asking if I wanted to be on the second team, which I was excited about because I didn't think I was going to be able to make it as an individual. Cause that was when all the changes had happened. Like, you know, no more regionals and you have to win a semifinal. So I was like, no way I'm going to make it. So I was absolutely all for going on team. And I, especially why not go to Mayhem? That's like the best team. Going back to this high school thing and these people who would talk, is there anyone in particular, I'm not asking for their names, but I'm just trying to figure out how intense it was. I, I'm sensitive about the bullying thing because there's so much talk about bullying. And like, I, I want to distinguish between just being – if you've never been bullied in your life, then 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 you missed out. Everyone should get some bullying. Like we have to be. You should. If you've never been offended, you should be offended because those are just opportunities to work through shit. At least that's what I think, right? Yeah. I mean, when I was sixteen and people started making fun of my nose, I remember thinking, "What are they talking about? I don't have a big nose." And then be like, "Oh, going home, be like, oh shit, when did this motherfucker grow in?" Yeah, you know, like because it just grows in on you. It's just all of a sudden one day it's there. Do you remember who these? Um, exact people are or is it like 
and, and I use that as sort of a metric for how bad the bullying was. Like there was a guy in my neighborhood who was like, I avoided him like the plague. Cause if I was walking home from school, he'd try to beat me up. But, mm-hmm. but part of it is like, would I take any of that back? No. Like I'm, I'm glad no one stopped him from that. Right. And like I said, grew up in a really small town, um, had the same friend group from basically elementary school to high school. So that's why it, I can exactly remember like who it was or what they said, just because I had known these people my whole life basically and had grown up with them, hung out with them every weekend. Like we like we all would do stuff together. So like when that started happening, that's when it like really hurt, you know, I'm like, no, I feel like I didn't have any friends and um, I'm like, well, I guess you guys think I'm weird now because I'm lifting weights and the comments that they would make. And yeah, so just all that stuff kind of added up. It's interesting now. It, and, and the truth is now they probably look at you and they're, well, they probably thought this then. They, they probably liked you. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, they were probably, that's, I'm, I'm telling you, boys are weird creatures. They probably thought you had an amazing body and making fun of it was like their way of like courting you, telling you dudes are fucked up. I don't know. And, and, and isn't the irony that uh, maybe you have one of the lesser um, uh, defined or muscular bodies now in the CrossFit ecosystem? Like yeah. you're not like that's like the comment I get the most now. Like you're not all vascular and shit, and you're just yeah. like, yeah. I see comments now where it's like, wow, it's so amazing what she could do. She looks so different than everyone else, and I'm like, what do you people want? Like, <laughs> never good I mean- enough. I mean, it's just, um, it's just, it's always going to happen. It's, it's like, um, it's like when you see the four door Mercedes beat the Ferrari in a race, it's like, yeah. holy shit, Mercedes really did that with the four door. It's just like, it's not, yeah. I don't think anyone means anything negative by it. I mean, you, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think if there's a bad physique at the CrossFit games. No, I think, yeah, I don't think there is fun. either. I don't even think there's a le- one that's less than a 10. Say yeah. that again. Everybody is like unique in its own way. It's like, what mine can do is what something that the girl beside me can do, you know, even though we look totally different. And I think that's, what's so cool about the sport and like the games and just getting to look across the field. Is it, um, is there any, I guess, I guess there, there is some learning curve or coping because that is, you are using your body. You got, everyone is like very scantily clad out there. I mean, like, is there some learning curve in accepting that? Or is that just how you train? Is just the way it is. Like that you just look the, everyone else. Just the response from the public. Like everyone is looking at you, basically, like naked, working out. You know what I mean? That's the that's part of the. Um, everyone likes obviously the capacity, but like, I mean, like like um, watching um, someone do uh, butterfly pull ups and watching every muscle in their back ripple. I mean, that's like. For me, that's 51% of it. It's only 49% of it's the competition and 51% of it is watching the bodies move. Is yeah. there, was there any, is there any like you, so you come from a place where maybe like in high school, some boys were making fun of you for your body, but now that's all that's on display, right? It's right. like, it's half of what's on display. It, was there any like point where you're like, okay, I just accept that now. Or does it just go away? You don't even have to accept it. Just vanishes. Do you know what I'm trying oh, to articulate? I mean, I, that's, hmm. Because you're being hardcore objectified. I don't mean that with any negative connotation. And and, and equally for the men and the women. We're like, holy shit, look at these bodies go. Yeah, and today's world, that's like, 
a thing now. So, I mean, I try to like, I like to be known for like the athlete I am. I like to think that that's why and maybe not the way that I look, but that is just a part of it too. Um, yeah, I don't know if it just goes away, but. I, I learned, I there was a pic, Rich was working out at, um, at HQ one time and he was there with Maliolo and Hobart. And, and I'm trying to remember what they were doing, but I think they were doing something, a pull-up workout or something that was causing their forearms and their lats to get really big. It must have been. And I had them all flex, and they flexed their lats, and they they did their um, forearms. And uh, I took the picture, and I posted it, and I think Rich texted me, nice thirst pick or something like that. And that was the first time I had heard that term, thirst pick, right? When I when I look at your Instagram, you're, you're, in, you're not doing that. There aren't thirst picks. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do you ever want to dabble that? Like there's some girls who that's just they've just fucking gone off in that direction. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with I think either way. It's just it's not who I am or what I want to do and like I said, either way it's totally fine. It just depends on what you want and um yeah, it's just it's just not me. You know what's cool about not doing it is that you can still always do it. <laughs> that's true, I guess. It's like it's how I feel about really good movies. Like I want like there's this movie Boys in the Hood. I don't know if you've seen it. And I remember after I saw it, I was like, fuck, I wish I wouldn't have seen that movie. It's so good. I'd always like to know that I could go see it, like for the first time. Yeah. Or or get do you have any tattoos? No. Same thing. You can always get one. You can always get one. <laughs> yeah. Are, are are you tempted to get a tattoo? No, I don't I don't know what I would want. I wouldn't want to just get one. I would want it to mean something. Yeah. It's, uh, s- s- someone said to me the other day, they're like, I can't articulate. Um, they, they were making fun of people with tattoos. They go, yeah, um, I don't know how to articulate what life means to me, but here's a picture of it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, ouch. Oh. John, do you have any tattoos? No, sir. Holy shit. Three CrossFitters who don't have tattoos. Are you the third oh. CrossFitter? Careful, careful, John. <laughs> careful, buddy. Careful. You be careful too, Haley. No, I know, but yeah, it's like back to the Instagram thing. It's just it's just me, you know. It's everyone's different in their own way, and there's I don't think one's better than the other. And yeah. Yeah, and may, and maybe when you're 20, 25, that's still so young, and that's like five years away. Maybe you'll be like time. Time to put on that next million followers with some thirst picks and just do like a year of thirst picks. I don't know. I don't know about that, but don't close any doors. Just keep it open. It's it's fine. <laughs> maybe when you're okay, maybe when you're 65. Maybe. maybe start the 65. there we go. <laughs> God, I hope I hope there's still a planet when we're 65. When you're 65. I'll be dead when you're 65. Oh goodness. Ah, uh, maybe not. Maybe I'll be ninety. Nah. Mm. I'll be. I'm old. I'm. I'm little. I, I'll live for a long time. I'm little and I'm Armenian. <laughs> Tell me about um the the term selling your soul. When I hear Matt Fraser talk about how he would get on the assault bike in the morning and sell his soul, like I I I, I hate that. Um, because I can't do that. I'm terrified of that. Well, do you really do that every day? Do you and, and tell me what that means? Uh, selling your soul is like literally going to that place where you don't even know what's going on. Like your body hurts so badly, like you can't even think, and it just 
it's a very interesting area. Um, I don't think I do that every day. Um, probably every other day, just because I don't think that's very healthy, at least every day. Um, but for yeah, your body it, or for your mind? Both. Okay. <laughs> so physically push that insanely hard. But um, yeah, it's a very, um, it's the not so fun part that not a lot of people see. It's not a fun CrossFit workout. It's like literally the stuff that we have to do that even if you have to do it alone, it's awful. It's not fun, but it's what's required. And yeah. Do, are there people who don't do that, that you train with who flirt with it, but don't do it? Um, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen like rich roll on the ground after a workout, but he still goes really fast. <laughs> me, I'm like, like rolling. Rich Froning doesn't go as hard as he can. Haley Adams. No, wow, that's another he, t-shirt. No, it's a compliment because he is like he's that fit that he doesn't have to, and he still smashes everyone. And just you know, I had to go as hard as I possibly can and just to try to keep up. And he's going even harder, and but he's okay. It's like a compliment how freaking fit he is. Well, what would you say the uh, win percentage is between you guys? Like 60, 40, him, 70, 30? Um, I'm, I've caught up. It's 50, 50. He, can yes. always, he can still always get me if it's like a heavier barbell. Um, obviously, like um, more in gymnastics. But I can sometimes get it. <laughs> I'll take it when I can. Right. Uh, um. Going back to this thing, for someone, what's some for anyone who's listening? What's a way that they can experience this thing that we're talking about? Assault bike sprints. Yeah, assault bike, but not even just sprints. Like that middle distance where you still have to go like pretty hard, but it's not a sprint. I think are even worse than sprints. Can you give me some? Can you give me some rough times and numbers? Like, like just for someone who wants to get off of here, who's listening, and they'll be like, okay, I'll try that. I would say even the minute to 90 second range is pretty rough. And like do what RPMs for three minutes? Like that. Yeah, like a certain RPM, like it would be different for every person, but depending on your level, but a certain RPM for a minute to 90 seconds with not a ton of rest, maybe one-to-one for some sets, but it has to be like a hard pace, you know, not just casual just to, to feel that. John, you you've done eighty RPMs for three minutes. Uh, once, and I I don't would I wouldn't want to do it again. <sighs> oh God, I ride that thing a lot every day. I um, but it's been like probably a year to probably two years since I quote unquote sold my soul, where I flirted with that like basically where I just can't get off the ground, and like you said, I'm not sure what's going yeah. on. Like but there's the like a system like, shut down. You don't need to do that though, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I just, I, I need to do it because I hear you knuckleheads talk about it well, and every time I get on this, but I have deep, deep fear of it. Deep, yeah. Well, it's like, fear. if you're just working out for health and fitness, like as long as you're moving, I wouldn't say you need to tell your soul. There's no need for it. Yeah. yeah. Ah, just for the experience. You know oh. what I mean? Okay. Like, 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 like sometimes I'll just go into the yard and I'll peel, you know, peel like the first lemon I see on the tree every year, like you just peel it and eat it. And even though it's sour and weird, you just, cause you gotta, you gotta do it. Cause you're alive. You know what I mean? What? Friendly Fran. That's what, a what, bad one. That which one bad. And what is that? What's, what are the, I think it was, 
It's at three rounds. Yeah. 21 pull-ups, 21 thrusters yeah. with 115. Oh yeah, I can't Bad. do that. Well, I mean, do a weight that you could do, but do but tw- three rounds of twenty one straight across is so much worse than regular. Frame. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, wait, sure. what? What? What do you mean? What, it is twenty one. What are you? What are you talking about? Twenty one all across. Oh, not not. Uh, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. So it ends up being sixty three of each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll do that with the PVC. So be bad, probably. And, and jumping pull ups. Hey, that's that works. Um, how did you end up at, um, how old were you when you came to mayhem and how did you end up there? Um, it's actually been four years now, I think. Yeah. I came in November or October of 2018. So I was 17. And, and how, and how do you end up at, um, did your parents move there too? No, so I had met uh, Chris and Heidi and known them for a while, and they're like Chris Hinshaw. Yeah, sorry, Chris Hinshaw and Heidi, and um, I was really good friends with them, and they're like, "Well, we have an extra room that she could live with us," because obviously, like, I'm not even 18 yet. Like, I don't want to like live by myself, you know. And that was honestly, I think, what made them feel better about me moving was that I was going to be living with them because they're like my second parents, basically at that time. So it's like they felt like I was in good hands and I was, and that was a good year that I had living with them. I don't understand. I, um, so, so go back for me a little bit. Cause it's so weird that some two other adults would be like, Hey, can your daughter come live with us? How did you meet Hinshaw? Like what? Oh yeah. So, and, and is before, Heidi his wife? Um, uh, yeah, basically. Okay. So, um, I, the year before I had, um, met them at power monkey camp and, um, we had just kind of stayed in contact ever since. And then they wanted me to come down to Mayhem for that aerobic capacity seminar that they were having. And then um, I'd gotten even closer then. But then they had, after they had asked me to be on the team, I was talking with them about it. And they were like, well, you could stay with us if you want to. And obviously my parents were like, what, you're going to move? Like, you know, just being all protective. But they also had met Chris and Heidi and um, knew that I would be in good hands with them. So that's, I think that's why they were so like, okay with me going and living with them. Was there some sort of dinner like in North Carolina where Chris and Heidi met, went to dinner with you and your family? Yeah. It all went down? I had actually met them. They were in North Carolina doing a seminar and my mom and I went up um, to that seminar just to hang out with them. And we went to dinner with them that night too. And then and I that- left the next day actually. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Did you know that ahead of time that that's when you were going to leave? Then you were going to leave the next day, or it was kind of solidified that night. I can't really remember. Um, honestly, it probably could have gone either way. Could have maybe learned that day, or had it been planned. Not sure. You don't smoke weed, do you? Oh, <laughs> it's just weird that you don't remember. I'm just trying to just trying to piece this thing. I mean, too many- think about my life. There's been a, a lot of things that have happened in the last four years. So, I, I think it's too many um, selling your soul on the assault bike. It probably is doing brain damage or too many handstand pushups. Um, isn't it? Is it? Did you know that? Um, I mean, think of all the great athletes that Hinshaw and Heidi know, and somehow they. Yeah. Why you? And you had good parents. It wasn't like yeah. you didn't need anyone coddling you. What? What was their? Um, 
What was their attraction? I mean, it obviously wasn't charity work. No, like I think that we all saw a really good opportunity that was in front of me getting to be on Mayhem's second team and also getting to train with the crew because eventually I would want to go individual. So like getting that training, a year of training with them um, would, I think, help me grow tremendously. So we all saw that as a really good opportunity for me and that it would honestly be stupid not to take it. Yeah, I'm still just tripping. Like, um, do, have have they cultivated any other um, young females? Who who's the who's the at 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 the Mayhem Empire? Who's the next up and coming female? Are there any younger girls than you that you're like, holy shit, this girl's on, is coming up? Um, like at at the barn? Yeah. Um, no, I'm, um, I'm the youngest one. So, and think so. Think of what they must have seen what they must have seen in you that they, they pursued you like this. Who knows what they saw? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm forever grateful because I don't think I've ever would have just moved to Cookville um, to train if I wasn't to be on a team. So I'm so glad that I was given that opportunity, even though I ended up not going on the team um, because it's seriously been one of the best things that I've ever done. And I'm genuinely so happy here. Do you ever trip on how trippy life is? Yeah. Like this is my life. And, and, and it's just, it's just unfolding. It wasn't like you, like you were just a, like there was a CrossFit gym next to your gymnastics studio and you wanted to try it. And it, it wasn't like you, you never, well, let me ask you this. I won't even put the words in your mouth. When did you want to become a CrossFit games champion? CrossFit. Yeah. Um, I can't I'm making the assumption you do want to win the games. You're not going there for fun, right? Right. Like I, everyone wants to win, like, you know, so that's what we train for. But I remember being in the teenage division and like I had won the open that year, I believe. So I was like, Oh, maybe I can win. Like, let's go and try to win this thing. So. Wow. Okay. So it wasn't, so you tasted, it was all kind of just what's in front of you. Just, you're just following just this kind of, I guess, for lack of a better word, organic path, making the right choices. And then you tasted a little bit of success and you're like, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like I've always wanted Maybe to I want the whole pie for and yeah, like work for, and I always want to win anything I do, no matter what. So what happened between 2017 and 2018, like during that year, cause you went from second two years in a row to like dominating everybody in the team division by a lot. Yeah, I honestly don't know. I don't know if I grew into a, my woman body a little more. Um, I generally have no idea. I felt like I didn't train any harder. I trained the same. So, did, I don't know. Did, I like, something else. did you feel bad for Kayla at all? Um, like, what do you, what do you mean? Well, because I mean, you beat her ass. Yeah, you guys were kind of equal, you know, two years yeah. in a row, and she got the upper hand on you, and then yeah, I mean, like, like, you took this leap. Yeah, I mean, I know what it's like to get second, so it's like you always kind of feel for that person, but also I was just so proud of myself, and like it had really shown that hard work had paid off, and that I really could maybe make it one day as an individual. And yeah, John, no. I think the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to win. So, what happened to that girl? What was the girl's name you said, John? Kayla Stefano. 
What is she? Is she still trying to? Has she done individual? Uh, she hasn't. Um, I haven't seen her name. I don't think so. Uh, she hasn't made the CrossFit Games as an individual. No. She went to the Grid League. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Haley, it's it's a pretty popular conversation in the last year about um, talking about the leap from team to um, individual. And, and that's where I saw the sell the soul um, comment from you that basically one of the things that you said is the difference is, is that you really have to like come, you have to go to that place where you like, yeah. how did you describe it? You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like the women's field, women's field is like so much more competitive that it's like seconds matter, you know, like everyone is up there. So your best might be last place and you gave it up your all, you know, but like that wasn't really a thing in the teenage division where it could kind of bounce around like wherever, you know, um, or like there wasn't, maybe it wasn't as close, but in the women's division, it was definitely something new because every single workout was like so intense and like seconds. And yeah, it was just a totally different world. Are they different in character and persona also? Like, like the women. Yeah. When you're there, is it, is it a whole, is it a whole different vibe between the competitors than when you're a teen? I wouldn't say that much. You kind of just find like your group of people that you like to hang out with. And for me in 2019, that was, um, Carrie, Bethany, Thurry. So I kind of just, you know, had my group a little hung out, that I hung out with and yeah. Um, a gentleman by the name of Martin Graham says, what's, what's the one thing you use to motivate yourself for training to be the fittest on earth? It can be two things. Don't, don't, don't let them bully you. It can be two things or three things. I think that that's exactly it though. Like you do this or I do this every day and make all these sacrifices because one day I, you know, I do want to win. That's exactly what motivates me. Is it, is it, um, is it when, or, um, has it become beat to you? Uh, cause someone's at the top for so long, they start to become yeah. sort of synonymous with first place, right? Yeah. She's honestly amazing. It would be so hard to beat her. Um, definitely left her mark in the sport and how many more years she goes. I'm not sure, but I think one day is just a win. <laughs> yeah. Is she, is she a bit of a loner at the games? I don't think so. I mean, every time I've been back behind with her, like if we're in crowds or something, she's, she talks and is not always been nice to me. So at the games this year, it seemed like whenever she won that she would try to run off and not do the, and this is just, I have no proof of this other than just watching from, you know, the TV set in my living room, but it looked like she was trying to avoid the post win interviews. Did you see any of that? Honestly, did not pay attention at all. <laughs> Had no idea. <laughs> um, Rich said that um, you're very competitive in this interview that I saw. I think that's the, his word, his word, something similar to that, but that he's still trying to work on your killer instinct. The difference, and, and I kind of interpreted it, or maybe he said it, the difference between wanting to win and know you're going to win. Yeah. I've always been, like, scared to say that are my goals because I don't want it to, like, blow up in my face and like, embarrass myself, you know? So sometimes it's hard for me to, like, believe. Like, even this year, I still was not sure that if I was, like, maybe last year was a fluke. Like, maybe I was so close to the podium for no reason. But even this year, I still felt like that a little bit. But 
it just sucks that I have to keep showing myself that I'm that close to actually believe it, you know? Um, so we are working on that to like believe um, a little bit more because I know that I can. It's just really believing it. It's so weird, isn't it? Because like, I mean, I really feel you on that. You you even know what you have to do, but you can't just like fake it. It's not like just like moving like a cup from here to there. Right. It's but like, it is your thoughts. It's like, fuck, why can't you just change it? Yeah. Because like always in interviews and stuff, people, you know, they try to get you to say it. And I'm like, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't want it to blow up in my face. Right. I wonder, um, I wonder if like when you win once, I wonder if like anyone can say it before they win, like in, it, it, in really mean it, like after you win and then you say you're going to win, I could see yourself really believing it. But if you haven't won and you say you're going to win, like maybe those people are just lying. They, like maybe no one can really say it until they've already won and be and honest. Maybe. I mean, some people really are confident enough to say it and don't have a problem saying it but it's not everyone and then if they don't make it i wonder how they they rationalize that if they have to make up excuses or if they know that they lied to themselves that's why i don't want to have to deal with it or if i put unreal expectations on myself i'm so so hard on myself so i know how that will turn out anyway that's kind of another part of it like if i set a goal and didn't make it i would just tear myself to shreds so i mean even tia struggled with like, can I win? Right. And it's not that I'm like talking bad to myself. It's just easier for me not to, I don't want to say unrealistic, but like make these crazy expectations. I'd rather surprise myself than like let myself down, you know? You, you, you might not know who this is, but there's a guy named Alexander Volkanovsky. He's from um, Australia. He's a UFC fighter. And he's very close to becoming one of the greatest fighters who ever walked the planet. If he wins his next two or three fights, it's going to be very hard to say there's anyone better than him. And so he's a super crazy capable fighter, right? Yeah. And when I was talking to him, I kind of real. it was the first time I realized this about people like you who use their bodies and people like him. You know, in Indianapolis, a Formula One race car can do 200 miles an hour. But if it hits a pothole, it's fucking toast. So you have this car that's just like the most amazing, fastest car ever, but like the room for air is so small. Do you, do you, do you feel, I mean, I know you're only 20 and you probably don't feel it the way someone does who's like approaching their thirties, but do you ever feel like, oh my God, I'm running this body so damn hard that there's like so little room for air. Like I'm like one of the most powerful women in terms of, energy expenditure movement that's ever walked the planet. And yet there's something fragile about it. Yeah, actually. I mean, everything that we do day in and day out, it's like, I ask so much of my body and it's like one day, is it going to give up? I don't know. I mean, it, it probably will, but you just never know when. And there's something to think about, but yeah. Well, Cause I mean, not even just training, like weighing everything that I eat and, just all the mental aspects of it too. Like one day it is going to give out mentally or physically. Do you ever, does it ever happen that you want to quit? No. Like altogether? No. No. It never no. Like, it's too good. Days, no. I love what I do and it, it gives me something to wake up for every morning and work towards. Wow. That's awesome. 
something it's weird it's weird that some people really don't have something to wake up for yeah i mean it i i think that i just get to better myself every day and i love i genuinely love training and i love the group that i have and i'm just i'm genuinely just really happy since you're around um rich day in and day out can can also that mindset you just um get it by osmosis you know like like that's kind of like how we get and i know that's a little it, it's more than osmosis but like do you like you're 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 your parents right like when you see your parents are you like yep i'm the product of that like do you see yourself since you are and they say you are the five people you hang out the most do you see yourself taking on um rich's traits his 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 traits as a winner yeah and i feel like anyone would want that to pick up on his traits um yep I would. I definitely think I've changed for the better from learning things from him. What do you think about all the kids around there? Does any? Does he, I know you're only twenty. Does any party be like, "Yeah, I want some of those," or like, "Fuck that, I don't want none of those." <laughs> I love those kids so much, and I've gotten to watch them grow up over the last four years too. And I love having them out there when we're working out, running around. You know, they're doing like their own little movements now, and like Rich doesn't tell them to do CrossFit or anything. They just start doing air squats and burpees and it's they're just really good kids but i mean one day <laughs> i wouldn't say baby fever or anything but one day yeah like kids <laughs> do, uh, do your parents talk to you about that at all about what like, about having kids like you're from north carolina aren't you supposed to have like four kids already um <laughs> no <laughs> i mean i guess that is a southern thing but have kids younger but not in my books. Um, the Rogue Invitational is coming up, and then you're doing the um, – John was mentioning to me you're doing the event in Dubai, the the Mayhem Desert Heat. Is that what it's called? Um, I actually am not going to be going to that one anymore. Um, I'm going to be going to uh, the one in December. That's the Dubai one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and is that just because it's just too much? Yeah, it's just a, it's a little close to Rogue um, for me to compete that soon again. And I cannot – I hate traveling. So traveling to that far away would not be good in a month's time frame. <laughs> what about just staying there? Um, I don't There's know. There's got to be someone who would want to host you. Did anyone offer to host you while you're there? Um, I mean, they might. But I'm also kind of just like – I'm a homebody, so I kind of just want to be at home. And that's like during the holidays, too. Actually, the one in Dubai is on my 21st birthday. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So be competing. Do you know if Guillermo is still uh, competing in all three of them then? Because he was the only other person. Yeah, I think he is. Mm -hmm. In all three. Yeah. It's just uh, for me personally, it's a lot. So. I was shocked to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone thinks I'm still doing all three, but um, no, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Do you get any shit for that from Rich? Is he like, yo, this is Mayhem's event. Like, get, quit being a pussy and get out oh, there. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, he, If anyone gets it, he totally gets it. And he'd probably agree if, he, if I think it's going to be too much of my body and he would definitely want what's best for me. I think when I talked to him, a couple months ago, he, he, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, he basically said he would never leave the 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 mayhem compound if he didn't have to. Like yeah. he would just go from the house to the barn to the field to the. Yeah. He's, a, he's a home. He's a homebody too. 
Yeah, I'm just like that. But also just like going back to back competing that much, especially like in the off season is not a good idea for me personally. So, and he totally understands that and respects that. How far is your house from uh, his, from his house? About 10 minutes. You you drive? Yeah. And so when you, can you just get, like, if you wanted to, like, could you just get off this call? Is that like your gym? Like, can you just get off this call and like go over there and work out? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel comfortable just going to work out over there. He'd probably be like, what are you doing on Sunday working out? But yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could. But there's no, so it just feels like home. Like they're so welcoming that like, yeah, they're very open with their space, which is amazing. And I feel so grateful that I get to train there and bother them every day. <laughs> Do you have to sign in when you go there? Is there any like gym stuff? Do you have like a swipe card or no? It's just there's a barn. It's attached to Rich's. Yeah, it's on Rich's property. Yeah. Attached to his house. Do you have a locker there? No. <laughs> Just throw my stuff. <laughs> Just in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> are there are there cubbies? Um, I guess there are, yeah. They, you can put stuff in. I don't know if anyone uses them, though. They're just there just for for gym show? I guess so. <laughs> um, And um, are there any rules around the barn? Like, do they tell you, hey, you know, we want everyone out of here by 9 o'clock or at night? Or, hey, whatever you do, the music can't be past this level? Or No, and when I'm in there working out 90% of the time, Rich is there too. But also it's like, if you're there, you should also have the respect that's someone's home. Like, you know, you shouldn't be blasting music or being there at 9 o'clock, you know? So it's like more just having common sense and decency that that's – literally someone's house but i haven't ever heard like rules but no it should just be respectful do you ever get a call um at uh nine o'clock at night that says okay Haley, tomorrow we're starting at five make sure you're here and we're going running or a call at seven o'clock at night saying hey we're doing something at nine o'clock tonight um just come come up to the gym like do you ever get like you hear these stories about rich just getting a wild hair up his ass and and but you're 10 minutes away, but, but I mostly I've heard them from people who are like, like standing next to him. Like all of a sudden he's just like, okay, let's go do this. Um, I wouldn't say anything crazy like that. Sometimes it is like, Oh, well, we're meeting at some 30 in the morning. If it's like a late night text or the other day, he was like, I'm doing the eight fifteen class. And it was seven fifty five. I was like, not going to be there, <laughs> but, um, I don't think so. Oh, like he, like, so he, he, that's kind of cool. You're saying he went to the actual gym, not even the barn and he went to yeah, they, a group of them did the, uh, the mayhem class. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, those people must trip when he does that. Probably. How cool. Yeah. That is um, cool. I did that. Do you ever get used to him? What do you mean? Um, like I've had my kids for like for I've had my son for six years and I don't ever get I'm not used to him. Like I get up every morning and I see him. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, this is no. this, this is so cool. Oh, like are you talking about like that? He's that it's just rich froning. Like like you go like oh, you get to the barn and are you like, oh, shit, I have a like or like have you ever had a brand new car and you wake up in the morning and like for like a year you see it in your driveway and every morning you're like, holy shit. Maybe like the first year just because I was like so amazed at how fit he was. But now he's just like, he's just rich to me and their whole family is just, you know, they're like family to me too. So I don't see him any different. Right. Right. I don't believe you. I don't think you ever no, get used to rich. No, I, I don't, I mean that because 
I know. I believe the family yeah. part. I, I mean, it is cool that like we're work, like we're working out together, but also he's just like my training partner. He's just a normal guy, right. you know? just a normal guy. And there's and I bet you Gee, I get you, bet you Gee's in that phase too. I bet you he walks in there and he's like, "Holy shit, there's Haley Adams." I think. Holy Haley, shit, there's Haley Adams. That's for the bison. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. I get that too. They fit in that category. Oh, he's yeah. He's more starstruck by them. Can you smell their shit from the from the barn where you work out? Um, I don't think so. Sometimes you can smell like something, but it doesn't like stink. I don't think. Right, it's just country smells. I've grown up. I grew up with horses, so nothing new to me. I'm a country girl. It's just country smells. Yeah. Um. Are you still going to Tennessee Tech? So when COVID happened, I was, that was last March. Um, I was doing in-person classes and then kind of switched to online and just kind of like feeling out from there, but not like in-person. I kind of like doing online anyway, but. So you're not going or you are going? No, I'm not going in person. Oh, but, but I mean, do you go at all? Like, are you in school? Like, do you get? Do you have to oh, pay money and, and so someone sends you a report card? I'm not on this semester, no. Um, do you miss it, or are you like, oh, thank God? Um, part of me does because I feel like I need to be doing it, but also I know that it's always going to be there. And I do have some credits. And also, I feel like I, I can if I wanted to. I just felt really overwhelmed with the labs last year of having to, like, miss school and, you know, getting a bad grade and then trying to, like, learn online. But eventually, I will finish it, even if it's, like, semester on, semester off, semester on, semester off. So, yeah. I'm going to be a dental hygienist. A dental hygienist? A dental hygienist, yeah. That's what you're going to be? No, you're not. There's no, no fucking I, way. I swear. Why? I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet money. I wouldn't bet my money on it. I mean, I believe you saying it now. Dude, you can't. You're not. You're never going to stay still your whole fucking life. You're destined to be moving. No, Sitting in a chair and looking at someone's there. fucking grill, fucked up grill. You ain't doing that. No, I want to work in pediatrics for and be a dental hygienist. I, I know that's what I want to do. <laughs> that is what I want to do. Oh, 8.37 a.m. on... October 24th. Um, hold me to it. In about, it might take me a while. I might not start till I'm 35, but hold me to it. That's, that's what I'm after CrossFit, not during. After, yeah. that's And that's the thing, too, is like I wouldn't do dental hygiene school until I'm done with CrossFit. So what's the point of getting all these credits now for them to expire? You know, like I already have some in the bank. That now can happen. They can expire. Credits can yeah. expire. Yeah. yeah. So if like what's the point of getting all of them and then they expire, you know? No, so I'm just kind of like chipping away at it slowly. Like if that's a semester on, semester off, two classes on, two classes off. Yeah. I've never heard that, that, that credits expire. Like five yeah. years. Yeah. But I'm like, if I finish yeah. school in normal time and then don't go to dental hygiene school for until I'm 30, like, yeah. mm-hmm. no, I'm do you know who, do you know who Eva Twardokin is? Eva T Haley? No. She, she, she was um, in this video called Nasty Girls with Annie Sakamoto and Nicole Carroll. Do you know who they are? Yeah. Okay. And um, it, 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 the video came out, I don't know, 2004 or five. And it was them doing, do you know, and you know, Nasty Girls is the workout. Yeah, that workout. Yeah. And um, 
Eva was an Olympian downhill skier and, and, and a good CrossFitter. I don't think she ever competed in the games, but um, she was a dental hygienist. I knew I brought that up for some reason. I mean, I don't know. I just have always kind of wanted to do something in dentistry and I like working with, I feel like I will, I would have a special place to work with kids at the dentist cause they're kind of crazy, but I kind of have like a little bit of tra- like trauma from that. So I think I would work well with kids. Trauma from the dentist? No. So I had a uh, softball accident um, and I took, I hate this story already. Yeah. I took a line drive to the face. Um, yeah. And it knocked my front tooth out. Um, so I, after that, I was just like terrified of the dentist. Cause I got like rushed there and like had all this stuff done and had to keep going back for weeks and getting new stuff done. And basically t- since I was 18 and was able to get an implant. So I was just terrified and hated it. Like every time I had to go like full on breakdown. So I feel like I have like a special place, you know, in my heart for that. How, wait, how old were you when that happened? I was in sixth grade. Yeah. And so you didn't, you j- didn't get to get a tooth until your 18th. So you just had a tooth missing for all those. Years. <laughs> no. So I want to see that picture. They post that. That should have no, go viral. No, that I had a tooth. They, um, they saved that tooth. It was dead, but they put it back in. Um, but I couldn't get an implant, which is another tooth that's like looks better until I was 18. But since that tooth was dead, it, I was always kind of like self-conscious about it, which no one really even noticed it, but it was a little bit shorter it would or like it would just look a little different um so i was just so self-conscious about it for like forever and then once i was able to get the implant like i basically had my whole mouth redone yeah I, when i was a um i don't know sophomore in high school junior high school I, I was just walking down the street and these dudes jumped me like these six dudes Please. and um just out of nowhere, didn't never didn't know him nothing. Just late at night, and this guy fucking punched me, and I ended up in the bushes unconscious. And when I came to, I could just feel like all my teeth in my mouth, yeah. and all my bottom teeth were chipped. Like six bottom teeth oh. were chipped on the bottom. And I'm 49 years old, so let's say I was 16. So that was uh 33 years ago, and I'm and I've had them fixed, but. But whatever they fix them with just, just always eventually crumbles away. And yeah, just, they bond it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking horse shit. And anyway, and I'm 33 years later, I'm still not comfortable with it. It's probably the only insecurity I have. Like all my, and by that I mean, like I have a whole, like, I have books and books of insecurities, but I accept them all. They're all like fun. Like, right. but this fucking, these fucking tea thing, I'm not okay with. Yeah. And that's exactly it fucking that's sucks. Like, I'm like always hiding my teeth. Like, I just hang my front teeth out. <laughs> That's exactly what I was too. And um, it's fucking bullshit. I fucking I would, those yeah. dudes need to be fucking get the shit beat out of them for what they did to me. Right. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't smile a lot because I would thought people would see it. It would always be like the first, and it really was not that noticeable, but it was my thing, you know? Yeah. And I was totally your thing and my thing too. Like whatever. Right. So when I was 18, I got the implant and I had all of my front teeth and bottom teeth crowned. So, oh, yeah. Are you glad you did that? I I love smiling now. I love talking. I love like showing off my teeth, and like that's one of the best compliments I get now. It's like, oh, like your teeth are pretty and white, like so because it was my thing, you know. Yeah, it's always have, my biggest insecurity. You have really nice teeth, and you have really big eyeballs, and so oh. kind of like the white of your eyeballs and the white of your teeth. It's, it's like, match. yeah, yeah, they match. It's good. 
You don't smoke weed. You don't got bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Clive McLaughlin. Sevon, I can't watch right now, but leaving a question. Can you ask her about her friendship with Mal? And if she doesn't believe in keeping distance between her and her competitors for mindset reasons. Oh my gosh. I can translate that. That's it. That's a, I think I, I kind of get it. Yeah. Okay. I've been asked that question. Mal, oh my gosh, I feel like we're so alike in like so many ways outside of CrossFit that when we were at the games and we just started hanging out between events, it was like, hey girl, we're best friends now. And it was like genuinely so real and just, it was refreshing, honestly, to have like someone like that there. And it didn't feel like, oh, well, I have to beat her and like, I don't want her to do good, you know? It, and then when she came down here, it was felt like the same way, like, just genuinely having a good time. And I want her to succeed just as much as she wants me to succeed. Like when we're on the comp floor, obviously we're competitors, but I want her to do well. She wants me to do well. Um, and no, I don't, I don't think I should keep anything from her. And it's not like she's like asking all this stuff. She's obviously doing amazing herself. Um, she doesn't need any extra help anyway. And yeah, I just think that when, as women, we need to support each other. And when one succeeds, the other succeeds. Have, did you meet her coach, James Townsend? Yeah, he's awesome too. He came down here and we, me, Tasia and Mal literally all hung out um, at the games and it was just such a good time. And he came down here too and hopped in on some workouts with us and they're all just good energy and good vibes. Did you meet James's daughters? I didn't know, but I want to go out there. I've seen TikToks of him and they, uh, he shows me videos too. They Dude. are so cute and so cool. That, that, their, his relationship with his kids looks so awesome. Yeah. They look talented too. Yeah. They're so pretty. They look so fun. He yeah. must, um, I wonder how he does it. Cause I, I, I guarantee you he wakes up every morning and has to pinch himself that he's has such a cool family and that he gets to work with his kids. Cause they're awesome. Yeah, they and then cool. now he has Mal O'Brien. He's got like, yeah. he adopted another one. Yeah. He also probably just. Tells a lot about him, you know, like he's a really cool guy, good vibes, obviously good at coaching, being a good dad, has good yeah. kids. He's a lot about strong it. too. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> so strong. How how um so what happened? Um, you're just talking to Mal and you're like, Hey girl, come you wanna come train with me? And she's like, Well, do you wanna come train with me? And then you're like, Oh, I have more space here at the barn. She's like, Okay, cool, I'll come. Can I bring James? Well, so uh after the games, we were like, we should just do like a little training camp for Rogue. And um, I think she she had just planned on coming down here and bringing her um, agent and James because like we're all friends with Tasia and stuff too. So that was kind of like the original plan, just to all hang out and train together. Who's her agent? Uh, Bijan. Oh, okay. He's really good friends with Tasia. So uh, we seriously. Is Bijan in that video? Yeah, he was in the video. Um, the one with, uh, on my YouTube channel. So we all just had a good time because we all got along. It was so much fun. Honestly, I need to go out there next and train with her. I need to see that. I I watched that video yesterday when I was, I was riding the assault bike watching that. And I don't remember seeing Bijan in it. Does he? Um, I'm, I'm actually just assuming he was in it just because he was with us all weekend. He might not have been, but I'm, I'm sure he was. Okay. And, um, what do you have an agent? Uh, Rory does all of my stuff. Rory McKernan. Yes. How do you pick an agent? I don't know. Oh, well, I didn't have one. And then he was kind of helping Rich with all the stuff. And like he 
wanted to help me with all of mine. And we just kind of went from there. Oh my gosh. He literally makes my life so much easier. It's the best. Is it, is it, is it, um, is it like, Hey, um, beam wants to sponsor you. Um, and then he like does the contract and tells you what he thinks and gives you his opinion or, but is it also stuff like, Hey, the games are coming up and he buys your, does he buy your tickets for the games and get your hotel and all that shit ready? Like he always makes sure that I'm taken care of. Well, the first part, yes, that's what he does. But also he always makes sure that I have like my flights ready and hotels booked and even like little things as if I need a meal prep company there and Instagram, all the good stuff. And, and um, like, is he the one who tells you, okay, um, Haley, it's time to set up an LLC. Like he gives you those kind of advices. Yeah. So literally in every aspect of my CrossFit life, he is a part of and helps with. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's and- seriously a lifesaver. <laughs> Yeah, that is so awesome. And this house you bought, this is all basically because of your um, athletic accolades, sponsorships. Yeah. Like you don't have like a um, – you don't work at Starbucks. No. It's all from like prize money and sponsors, yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. Are you, are you, is it normal or are you, still, are you tripping? Um, I'm probably still tripping a little bit, but also like – I worked really hard and um, I'm grateful and thankful to have what I have. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm 49 and I'm tripping. I got so much shit and I'm tripping. Yeah. It's so like, how did this so happen? Nice. I have a wife yeah. and kids and houses and shit. And I, right. I, have, a, I have a credit card. Oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like a credit card for 25 years. I I'm still can't believe it. Up and I'm like, wow, this is my life. This is my house. This is, yeah, this is me. Do all do, do you do you have eyelashes put on you? No, these are just my real ones, just with mascara. I used to though sometimes. Those are just your real eyelashes. Yeah, with my, my, my like mascara on them, but these are my real ones. Yeah. Um. Do you? What do you do? Do you get eyelashes for the games? Mm-mm. Do you do anything for the game? Like, do you get wax for the games? I got my hair done. And then, and, then you and then you just put it up. Yeah, into the braids. You know, can't have the the roots coming out in the braids. What do the What do the girls do for the games? Like, like in that way. So I'm just guessing you get waxed, you get your hair done, you get your nails done. I think everyone has their own like pre ritual. I just like to get my hair and nails done. That's it. Do you wax or do you shave? I like. I just shave. Shave. Yeah. Man, it seems so seems so old school. <laughs> um, you when you once you get uh, married, you start knowing about all that because it's like that. That's like my wife will be like, "Hey, can you watch the kids? I'm going to get waxed." But it's, and it's like you know, like I don't know how often she does it. But then I know, like, then you're you also can't get waxed too soon because your hair has to be long enough that you can actually pull the hair out. I don't shaving know anything about all that, but oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Once again, you don't have a boyfriend. You don't know anything about waxing. You don't know anything about mortgages, but you got a house and because uh, you're too busy training. Yeah, just grinding away out here. Does Rich wax? How is Rich so smooth? I don't know. That's a question I have to ask him. You've been training there forever. You don't be like, hey, dude, how'd you get so smooth? No. How come your chest is smoother than my legs? You never asked him that? That's not a question I ask him, though. I mean, it seems like it's part of the, part of the whole vibe. 
Yeah, just I mean, just yeah. just just part of the whole athletic, just everything. Steven Plyer, do you wax? No, but I did. Um, I did. I did nair a few times. That is some weird shit. Have you ever nared, Haley? What is that? It's a chemical you put on your body, and then the hair falls out. Oh no. Oh God, it, I don't recommend it. It's got it's some crazy smells. Smells worse than those buffalo. Gosh, that doesn't sound very safe either. No, I, it's it's probably not. You leave you leave this shit on your skin for like seven minutes. No, maybe longer, and then you got to jump in the shower and wash it off, and then just the hair just dies and falls off of you. Where do you see these comments? Um, just they're just popping in because um, oh, we're live on YouTube. Oh, so if I get YouTube on my phone, I can see it. Yeah. Oh. Damn. Someone wrote Nair is gnarly. Don't do it. Um, I, when I went back in your Instagram, I saw that you were friends with Brooke Entz. How did, how did you guys become friends just from a competition? Yeah. So, um, in 2017, we were both following brute strength and we went out there for a camp and, um, kind of just became really good friends and she kind of took me under her wing and yeah, we had some really good times. And are you guys still friends? Yeah, I, I would say we're friends. I mean, we haven't talked as much, but yeah, I mean, I still really like her and respect her and hope she's doing well. Yeah, I got to have her on the show. I had her on the CrossFit podcast, I think at least once, and she was a great guest. Yeah, she's awesome. I love her energy. Ron Sutton, Haley will one day be the greatest female CrossFit competitor ever. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> Haley seems like the sweetest and most grounded human ever, Deanna. Oh, that's really nice. Wow, people really like you. Does anyone not like you? Do you ever get any like negative shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's there not to like? I don't know. People always have something to say about anything. What I wear, this, that, you know, what I do. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any more questions in. Let me see. I feel like I need to show everyone my fat cat, Ollie. Oh, please. please. Oh, Guy has a question. Does she love me? <laughs> yeah, show us the... Why is your cat fat? Because he has an all-day buffet. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Nothing. I hear the purring. That's so awesome. Isn't he sweet? It, where did you get that? The shelter. And how much was that? He's only ninety dollars. His name's Ollie. You said you runs, Haley. Huh? You take him for some runs. He uh oh thank you. He um runs with his little brother. You have two cats? Yeah, I got one a uh, little kitty two months ago. Listen, I would have a dog, but I can't take care of a dog. Yeah, I don't think you need a dog. So are those are those indoor cats? Mm-hmm. You don't go outside. Um, you said you had a roommate. You have a housemate. Yeah, she's upstairs. Um, how uh, how come you have a housemate? Because I don't want to live alone. And and how did you pick her? Uh, we actually met um, like in 2019, and we just kind of it was really random how we met. We've just stayed friends ever since, and um. She knows about CrossFit and does it sometimes, but it's just like a really good balance for me too because she's also just like kind of one of those normal friends and so easy to live with. Where's she from? She's from Tennessee. 
And is she, is she a student in, at uh, Tennessee Tech? Yeah, she's about to graduate. Oh, shit. And is she going to leave you? Uh, hope not. Do you have any non-crossfitting friends? Yeah, my best friend of all time. I've known since preschool. She doesn't do CrossFit at all. What's her name? Her name is Grace. I think I saw a yeah, you probably uh, saw her on my Instagram. Yeah, and there's pictures of you as little tiny yeah, like that's babies. Not her to- in the whole world. How about any new friends? Do you have any new friends that are not CrossFitters? I actually do. I met um, two girls this year randomly in the sauna, and I call them my sauna friends to everyone else because they don't. It's easier just not to say not to say their names. But um, yeah, I've actually become pretty good friends with them. We hang out pretty often. They're a little bit older than me, but still like close to my age. So. And you met them at school. Yeah, I met them in the sauna at school. At, at the gym. Yeah. Um, isn't the sauna like one of those awkward places to meet people? Like you're kind of supposed to be quiet and like just sit in your corner and just shut the fuck up and sweat. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they were just start talking to me and they they were trying to ask me about like CrossFit without being like, Oh, are you like that CrossFit girl? They were trying to be like polite about it. And, um, we just started talking from that. Wow. And, and, um, have you met any boys in the sauna? Uh, there are boys in the sauna, but I just don't talk to them. There are, your sauna's co-ed? Yes, it's new and it sucks. Yeah, that's not cool. No, it's not cool. I'm not cool with that. I'm not either, but what do you do? Wait, is that – are you cool with that, John, the co-ed sauna? No, uh, at Mizzou it's a co-ed sauna too. Wow, that is a trip. Why, why is there a co-ed sauna? Is that the same – oh, that's the kid? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how do you know that the big cat's not just going to kill that cat when you bring it home? <laughs> because he licks him. He loves him. Are they both dudes? Yeah. Ollie is the fat one, and this is Jasper. Oh, that's a cute cat. <laughs> Are you going to go to church when we get off the phone? Um, Church probably, probably missed the service. Um, no, probably not today. Do you normally go on Sunday? I haven't been in a while just because I've been sleeping in a little bit because my sleep's kind of been crazy from training, but I'd like to get going again soon. And do you go to the same, you can meet a dude there. Do you, um, do you go to the same church that Rich goes to? Um, no, sometimes I go to like different ones or if I go, I would maybe go to the one that my roommate goes to or just whatever. Does everyone go to church there? Yeah, I would say most people go to church here. Or you can watch it online now too. So, oh, I couldn't do that. Isn't like half the fun going? Yeah, it is kind of fun to dress up, but then sometimes you don't want to like get ready and just like watch it at home, you know? Yeah, I like to dress up and like look around at the people and trying to find a parking place, getting late, (laughs) get all your kids together. Yeah, and like just the smell, all those funky smells of the church, (laughs) and like that's so funny, right? I mean, it's the whole. Um, Haley, how's your carb intake before the invitational now from Philippe? Um, I'm up to 500 carbs now. What does that mean? 500, 500 grams of carbs? Mm-hmm. Is that a lot, John? Yeah, that's a lot. That is? That's, that's more than I eat. So. Oh. <laughs> well. But you probably work out a little bit more too. Girls so. got to eat. Yeah. Um, Haley, how much do you weigh? Usually around the games, I'm around 
140 ish, probably around like 143 now, just because I'm off season. But when I games train, I just shed weight so fast and it's hard to like keep it on. Do you feel obligated to go to Rogue or is it something you want to do? No, I want to go to Rogue. I think that it's going to be an amazing competition and they're going to really treat us well and make sure that we have a good experience. And the prize purse, it's basically oh, yeah. games light. Like, yeah. It's amazing, actually. It's really cool that they're doing that and paying for our travel. And Rogue is an amazing company. Are, are you a Rogue athlete? Mm-hmm. And, and what does that mean? Like they sell T-shirts for you? You're sponsored by them? You get equipment? Yeah, so I'm the- sponsored by them. I get equipment, which is the best part because I basically had – they basically spotted a whole home gym, um, which is amazing because that's like the best part of the house, obviously. But, yeah, um, I don't have a shirt with them. Um should get some kind of signature thing though soon. Um, yeah. yeah. I remember, I mean, I haven't talked to any of these athletes in a long time, but I remember talking to athletes um, back in the day who did have shirts from them and they were making a killing. They made a shitload of money off of rogue rogue. And then all of a sudden over the years, the rogue booth at the games has changed. And like, I mean, I haven't been to the games in a couple of years, but the last time I was there, basically half the place was t-shirts, which makes me think, oh shit, that means they must be selling a shitload of t-shirts. Yeah. They probably do sell a lot of shirts. I mean, I see people all the time wearing a rogue shirt and like, they probably have no idea what CrossFit is. So it's like cool how, you know, they're just everywhere, not just CrossFit. It's all over the place. Yeah, like you walk through the airport and you used to see a rogue shirt and you knew they were a CrossFitter and now yeah, you but know. no, now it's like yeah, shirt someone has. Is there anything that um you like better about Rogue, the Rogue Invitational, than the games? Is there anything, or, or is it? I do like that they like book all of our travel, like our hotels and stuff. That definitely takes it a lot of stress off your plate and having to do all that. Um, I like all the behind the scenes stuff that they're doing to make sure that like everything goes perfect. And um, yeah, I just, I know that rogue will take really good care of us and that we don't have to worry about any other stuff. I guess that's the distinction between being an invitational and being the games. Although by the time you get to the games, it's basically an invitational. Right. Yeah. Cause you have to, I guess, earn it there, but just like it wasn't just handed to us at rogue like we obviously had to earn it by doing well this year but did you get one of those metal things in the mail Mm -hmm. yeah i did and i accidentally spilled paint all over it when i was painting my garage oh that's kind of cool though yeah it does look kind of cool the the signature series yeah uh john how do do you think Haley's gonna do at the rogue invitational i think uh i think i have her fifth um we love that top five. Yeah, yeah, right where she places normally. Uh, yeah, we love that. I have uh, Carrie, Laura, and Annie and Tia ahead of her. But and- fifth is uh, this rogue, this rogue uh, invitational. It's basically a mini games. All the games athletes are there. The top ten games athletes. Um, she got fifth at the games, and I fifth at Rogue is where I have her. It's right where she usually places. Hopefully, she, hopefully she proves me wrong, but uh, <laughs> she is, so that's where I got her. Yeah. And and would you say it's not for her um, because she would perform perform better if there were um, double the amount of workouts? Would would you have ranked her higher if there were more workouts? One hundred percent. I actually think it's the worst of all the big competitions for her because it's it's usually strength biased they're usually 
three three-ish events with heavier weights slash implements. So like as far as what her wheelhouse is, not saying you can't do good, but oh, I know. Yeah. For what your wheelhouse is, it's you know, Wadapalooza or Dubai are where Dubai's more endurance based and Wadapalooza is usually more skills biased. Uh so it's probably our weakest out of all the big competitions. And then more events, that just means more things that can be tested. And she literally doesn't have any weaknesses except strength. Yeah. So the more events obviously would um, be better, but yeah, I'm just going to go. It'll be a good test to kind of see where I'm at and whatever happens happens and try not to be too hard on myself, but definitely want to have a good showing. Are you hard on yourself? I'm very hard on myself. Yeah. What what did I see? There was you you made a post and it showed you um, basically said you were saying that you feel like you let people down. Like, I don't understand that because I've never been an athlete and I've never been a competitor. What what do you mean? Like, why would you feel like you let someone down? I don't know. I just feel like I have these expectations and that if I don't meet them, that people won't look at me the same or they'll think that I'm less than, or I don't know. I just feel so bad that if anyone wanted me to do something and I didn't do it, that I just would be really hard on myself for it. Can I, what, what could you have done at the games that you didn't do this year? Yeah. That was a possibility. So like, how are you letting people down then? I just still feel like people wanted me to podium. And then when I didn't, I just felt bad. You know, I just, it's just me. I think, I mean, it's typical of a lot of, uh, t- typical of a lot of athletes. I just, since I've never been an athlete, all I can think of it is, is like when my kids ask for something and I know I'm not supposed to give it to them and it's so hard saying no. So like, you know, we're somewhere and they want a donut and I just always have to say no, but I yeah. know they want it and I want to give them everything they want. So it's kind of like that these people I'm like have put energy and time and belief into you and you want to give them what they want, but, and you didn't. Yeah, and I I know that you did no let them. You did let them down. Is the yeah. truth? I let my kids down. I didn't give them a donut. You let your fans down. Yeah. They wanted you to win. But I know that people that truly love me and care for me would never ever think that just because I didn't make it on the podium that I let them down. Like they're so proud of me, and then I just try to like remember that. Um, but I can't help but just feel like I let them down. Does yeah. twenty twenty play a role in that at all? Does what twenty twenty the games in twenty twenty? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It, but it, we're so hard on the fans in a way. Isn't it okay if people just like you too? If you're just a winner, yeah, it's totally fun. You like who you like. Yeah, and it's a like, like some people, like some girls might or boys might like you, like be like, oh my god, she's so pretty. And some people might like you, oh my god, I just like her her attitude and like how fun she is on, on um, like like I cannot stand the rocks. Do you know who the rock is? Yeah. I cannot stand some of the shit he does on Instagram, but no matter what, I just love him. He's always so nice. I just want to hug him. Yeah. This I is, just love how he comes off. Right. And that's also where I kind of want to always want to be a good person, like leave a good impact on people. Um, Cause people will always remember how you made them feel. So. I know at the Mac, you were surprised at how many fans you had. Oh my goodness. It was so loud. Like, that was, I was like, all these people like me? Like, what is going on? It's kind of surreal because in 2020, you didn't have any fans. So no, you, yeah. It was impossible so, to know totally if people liked you. Yeah, and I had grown, like, my social media had grown a lot from 2020 to 2021, too. And I didn't really get to see that in person. Mm-hmm. So, 
what what did you see john i don't I, what what happened at the mac were you there or you were watching it what happened there i mean i was just watching it on tv but i mean she probably had the most fans i mean i guess you could say tia but other than tia which everybody just roots for because she wins everything um, it was really loud she was probably the biggest the biggest roar as far as the crowd went and there were shirts galore everywhere yeah. it was uh, so cool to see that like when she stood up 185 <laughs> That was that was one of the loudest loudest roars you heard all. Yeah, day. and then when they showed Tasia. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! You have five hundred thousand. You have four hundred fifty-six thousand followers. That's crazy. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy, and what's weird is like I've like a lot of those people have watched me grow up. Like I've been growing up in the public eye, which it's kind of weird too. <laughs> It's, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I, I, I'm just, just like, I can't tell if it's weird or if it's supposed to be weird or if we're supposed to say it's weird. It's definitely something definitely is happening on the planet. That's never fucking happened before. I mean, when I started CrossFit, there wasn't even like YouTube. Yeah. And now it's like, and I can't even imagine world with the world without it. Yeah. Without YouTube, Instagram, all the stuff. What's going on with TikTok? I, I don't go over there. How many followers do you have over there? Oh, I don't know. I don't have a lot. I don't really try that hard. I'm, I don't know. People on TikTok are ruthless. They're mean. But that's like my favorite part of my day. <laughs> After I train all day and come home and just scroll for like an hour on TikTok. Some of the best videos I've ever seen are on there. Just people being super creative. Just literally the craziest things. Like I can't even describe it. Um, Gershwin says she has 450,000 followers without posting thirst pit thirst picks. He said without being thirsty, but I, I translated that to without thirst picks. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Haley, can you describe like the emotions that went through your head, um, before and then during, and then after at Atlanta? Yeah. So before, like I was obviously really nervous. I had a task at hand. Um, it had been such a long weekend too. It was just hard to even get amped up, like just so dead. And after everything that had gone on and, but during, I remember when my hands started to rip, I was like, Oh no, Oh no. And it was dead quiet out there. There's no music. There's nothing. All you hear is just like your person, which mine was Tasia, like yelling for you, but then you hear everyone else's too. And kind of during it, I was just like, Haley, you have to stay in it. Like, just keep grinding, like, just trying to so hard to do everything that I can. And then I remember on the last run on the way back, like, I knew that I had lost my podium spot. And it was just kind of like, it was it was hard, you know, like running and, you know, they kind of lost the goal, you know. Um, and then after, I'm not really much of a crier, but I've kind of just let it all out at the end. And it wasn't even just from not podium podiuming. It was everything that had happened that weekend between my ankle and my stomach and just the year it had been, you know, it was just all raw emotion. And yeah, it was definitely a moment I'll never forget. I think, I think people fell in love with you in that, in that moment. Cause you, there was so much emotion. Yeah. No, not, not necessarily your game. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it, but yeah. you're just crying at the end because you could see how bad you wanted it. Yeah. And other circumstances kind of held you back, 
if we're being honest. I mean, yeah. you had two events you came last place in that you probably could have gave Tia a run for her money. Yeah. Know, healthy Haley in the middle. And people could see that emotion. And I mean, that was the first time I was like, her mind is like. Yeah, that was definitely a turning point, I felt like, in my head. And just a kind of a moment that I'll carry with me forever. You know, even one day, if I do win, like 2020, that year will always like be ingrained in my memory. Do you know who Libby DiBiase is? Heard that name. Um, she's a she was in the CrossFit Games. Um, I think she went to the games, had a baby, and then in the same year, and then came back to the games again. I want to say like two thousand seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe. Oh, it's a long time ago. I want to see if I can find a picture of her. I just realized that you kind of remind me of her. She she's so cool. I think she's I think she's a cop now. Can you see that picture? Oh, it's so small. I see them with a headband. I wear headbands a lot. Yeah, both of these. Did that make it bigger? I can't see this. Oh, yeah. The both of those are her. But anyway, she's a, she's a, I think, I want to say she's a cop now. She's married to Joe Westerlin in Omaha. But anyway, you might want to look her up just to, she might be like, she's like you 20 years or 10 years before you came on the scene. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've never seen her. And she was a she's a uh, she was a collegiate athlete who just showed up on the CrossFit scene. Um, she I, she was the first one to wear booty shorts, I think. Oh, yeah. None of the girls wore those. She showed up, I think, in like two thousand eight or nine at the games wearing those. She started it. <laughs> yeah, she basically yeah it was and and it was on. It That's was cool. On I didn't know that. Yeah, she and she's really cool. She's a mama now. Um, Tanner wants to know: Do fans just show up at the barn unannounced? Oh no, I don't. No, that's never happened. That would be very strange. Because like I said, that's someone's house. You know, imagine someone just showed up to your house like that. Yeah, would you, Um, what would he do? Do he just open the gate and let the buffalo just chase them down? I don't know what would happen, honestly. Because, I mean, what would you do if someone just showed up at your house? Shoot you know? them. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what I would do. Would you call the police? Um, uh, do you ever interact with the Buffalo? Like, are you comfortable just walking out on the field with them? Yeah. I've, I've had them bred before. I mean, not in the fence. No, but I like, I've had them bred through the fence, but you don't ever go on their side. No. Oh my are you told, are, are you told not to do that? Oh, I think it's just common sense. I'm not getting in there. Right. <laughs> no way. How's a, how's Rich Froning senior? Do you see him around a lot? Yeah. Senior is always working he's always grinding and doing something day in and day out i need to get him on the show i was trying to get him on the show i was trying to get him on the show for a long time because i didn't think i could get rich on and then i got rich on and then i just fucking kicked senior to the curb but maybe i should just dig him back up yeah luke said that uh he was coming on yeah oh (laughs) shit oh shit i i've been watching do you know that he was on a tv you know he's on a tv show Holy shit. Have you ever watched any of the have you ever watched The Bachelor? I watched the season after his. I never watched his season. Oh my god. They make him su- such a villain. Oh, I know. It's oh my, oh my god. So I I had never seen the show. It's like in its 19th season. I went and watched his season. This is the fucking craziest show ever. I didn't even know there was shit like this on TV. Are people out of their fucking mind? It's one girl with 30 dudes all trying to get her. And I know you're not a dude, Haley, but that's not, but dudes are like, dudes that's are, why people watch it. 
Dudes are yeah. slightly different than those buffaloes. I love I watching it. So, uh, it was. It was. It, I'm all. I'm on episode ten of that um, season. It is the most uncomfortable shit I've ever watched. I'm dying. When I had him on, I was just gonna ask him like about the games and training with Rich and like what his life's yeah, like and just yeah, like, ask all about that. Yeah, we don't even that, want to hear about the other. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Why would you even go on? It's a um. And those dudes are like getting emotionally like they're in love with this girl. Oh yeah. And like, I, and I believe their shit. I believe them. And they get just decimated. Yeah. It's like cross. It's like um, emotional CrossFit. Yeah, they just That's- get attached. And- <sighs> Could be me though. <laughs> so you, so you watched the whole episode. You watched the whole season of that. I've watched the season a few seasons after that one. Yeah, I never watched this season though. I didn't start till after. And did you do you get uncomfortable when you watch it? No, I love honestly the reality TV. I love Do you it. watch the one I've only I've watched the one with the one girl and like it's in actually what I realized at, um, last night after watching episode 10 is that she was one time one of the girls chasing the dude. That's how it always is. Yeah. They always pick someone from the next season to be the next person or the season before. Like the someone who didn't get right, the second place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what if you're the second place, then you become well, like it's the, not harem the second leader? place. It can be any they can pick any of them from that season. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. So she's shows this girl's like a veteran of the game and all the dudes are rookies. Yeah. No wonder, man, because she's a beast. She knows the games. Yeah, she knows the it's crazy. I, I could it I think of myself as an emotional dynamo. I can be very emotional and I'm very strong emotionally and very sensitive and can be open, but these motherfuckers are, <laughs> this shit is next level. They're telling their whole life story on their first time meeting. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I really need you to bear your soul to me. I'm like, yeah, bear your soul to you, but there's fucking 30 million people yeah. watching at home. Can I just kind of like not do that? Yeah, exactly. All the cameras. And the, and the, and the sex scenes, like they're like, it's crazy. It's I'm like, a dude, really, there's a camera here. Around camera. Like, just, I love some trash TV. We love it. <laughs> we love the tea. So does it alternate every season? Like one season it's dudes chasing girl, the next season it's girls chasing dude. Yeah, I lo- it's it alternates, but I always like when there's a bunch of girls because they fight, like they're all catty and it's always more fun that way. They're just so like wild and yeah. What's funny is um after Luke Parker's season, he came out and said he wanted to do CrossFit, right? <laughs> he was gonna pursue CrossFit. And like I felt bad for him because I felt like they vilified him really hard. Yeah. And then he said that, and I looked to my wife. I'm like, he thinks he could do CrossFit, like, because I, I I'm like new to CrossFit and just discovered yeah. how hard it was, right? Yeah. And then he ended up being pretty good at CrossFit. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. Really, really good. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Does he live in Cookville too? Mm-hmm. He lives in Cookville. So he, he came and because he's committed. He's committed. Yeah. I, I don't know what happens at the end. I don't know if he wins or not, but it's a it's it's some really uncomfortable shit. Like I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. It's like you really hard. Before you have him on though. What yeah, I will. I think yeah. I have him on tomorrow morning. Or uh, no, Tuesday morning. Why are we grinding away today then watching it? Yeah. Well, I you know what I kind of skipped if he's not on the screen, I kind of like skipped through it a little bit. <laughs> you probably miss a lot. I did. 
Have you ever asked them about that, Haley? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love asking. They always make like rose jokes and stuff to him too. I don't understand how he could like her at all. But that's, that's hey, you like what you like. Oh, I, she really? You didn't? You didn't think she? I mean, at least in the first, I, she's getting a little harder and harder. But the first five episodes, she seemed, she seemed great to me. No, I, John. I think if you're after what Luke is after, you know, he's a Christian man. He wants a Christian woman. I just, I don't think a solid, a solid person would want to date 30 guys at once. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. And there's I don't that aspect for sure. Anybody that, you know, but I just don't think you, I just don't think a solid, a solid a Christian man would want that. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's the weirdest part about the show. That's the, um, the paradox, right? You're choosing, you're going after someone you want to marry the rest of your life, except the whole entire show is them hooking up with 30 dudes. Right. Like, I, so just, there's this, I don't like, know how you could start a relationship like that. A lot of people get like blamed for it for saying like they want like fame or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they came on the show not to find a mate, but to, to catapult yeah, I've their actually, career. On TikTok, I've been seeing a lot of like behind the scenes videos of people saying like, oh, like this person just broke up with their boyfriend. Two weeks ago, another on the show, like you know, stuff like she, that. In in the in the, in this season, she kicks a dude off the very first show because he had a girlfriend like the week before, and I'm thinking like, the fuck are you talking about? You got thirty boyfriends now. This guy yeah, like, off it's, it, like it's not you, yeah. A lot of double standards being crossed. Yeah. Would you Would you be on that show? Would you go on that show? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even- two camera shot number one. <laughs> And I don't even know what I would do. Not even a little bit? No, not even a little bit. What other reality shows do you watch? Um, I like watching Housewives, like the Real Housewives shows. Um, I used to love Dance Moms. Um, what other? What else is there? That's That's so it. weird. I can't see you liking um, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I do love some... You know, reality TV though. I watched those. Uh, have you ever heard of Temptation Island? No. <laughs> What's that? That one's good. <laughs> is it what I think it is? Temptation Island? It's where oh, these it's couples terrible. go on. I don't. I don't. It's terrible. Yeah, they go on this vacation and then they get separated. And the guys go into this house with a bunch of girls, and the girls go into a bunch of house with a bunch of guys, and they have to try to fight temptation for their relationship. They basically are like, "Here's all these couples. Let's get them all to cheat on each other." Yeah. Not are they married? Um, some of them might be, or they're engaged or something. But some of, yeah, a lot of people don't don't make it. With Chris and Heidi, we'd always watch that show. <laughs> um, someone someone commented the conversation has gone off the rails. Perfect. I wouldn't have it do anything else besides go off the rails. I mean, gotta learn about my TV shows that I like. <clears throat> um. Hey, why don't you, why don't, hey, LF, why don't you um, go find another YouTube channel to watch? Why don't you start your own podcast and invite Haley on and ask her whatever you want? Is this, um, I have the questions pulled up now. <laughs> Does Hunter Adams do CrossFit? No. He does. I made, I made, I made an analogy. I made an analogy to um, a metaphor to getting raped as tantamount to forcing people to get the injection. That basically forcing little kids to get 
to get the to get vaccinated is tantamount to raping someone and someone and this person obviously is offended by that and so they're, they're just trying to be smart oh, ass. like i don't want any part of that please leave me alone <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> my face is going to turn red <laughs> <laughs> does your do you get are you shot do you get embarrassed mm-hmm. but you have to get in front of thousands of people and like i know and, you're working out though your mind's not on anything yeah else. like if i had to go public speak to a bunch of people i'd be like um, hey, um, do you, are, are you ever like vibrating before you go out there? Like, like, like right before the go, you get like this, like, yeah, like that adrenaline dump. It's like, oh, is that what that is? is? Yeah. And you're actually like vibrating? Mm, no, not like that. But like my heart rate, I can feel it's like beating really fast and I get like a little shaky and it's, it's a feeling that only competition can, you know, make you to have. And is it before every event? Yes. Well, as the weekend goes longer on, not as much, but the first first few events, it's intense. And um, do you does it has to come at the perfect time? Like if it comes too early, like if it comes like uh, like what do you want it to come like thirty seconds before the go? And if it comes ten minutes before the go, you're like, hey, dude, go away, come back in thirty. Yeah, you need it to come like as you're walking out, like on the floor, you know, and you're like getting it ready, and because you don't want to get it too early. Cause then it, like adrenaline dump is like, it's legit. Do you, I, I didn't even, I've always heard that term adrenaline dump. I didn't know that that's what that was. Do you, um, do you want Tasia to talk to you at that point? Like just be making up some other, like, Hey girl, you look great. Oh, are your shoes tied? Like make small talk with you. Do you have your chalk? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, She'll like talk to me when I'm in the corral. Cause like she can probably tell by my body language if I'm like nervous or if my face, but I always just feel like, at peace when she's around. I just feel like everything's okay. Like let's just go do what we need to do, which is to work out. So yeah, she kind of calms me down that way. And then I get like the real adrenaline um, as I'm walking out. You know, it's crazy too. She's probably nervous as fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> but she's never stop hiding it. She's yeah. really not hiding it. That's why she's so good for me. She's literally my favorite person in the world. Who else does she coach? Just me. Like she, when we say coach, it's like, she helps me like at competitions. Like she's always like my coach's pass, you know? You, you know, um, I, what's interesting is when I look at her by herself, she looks like such a young lady. And then when I look at her next to you, that's when I realize how young you are. Yeah. She's like my big sis. Yeah. But she, she looks so young, but next to you, she looks like a grown ass woman. And then it's like, holy shit. Haley Adams is 20 years old. This is nuts. I do feel like I'm 30 though. <laughs> when you're 30, you're going to look back and you're going to trip. You're going to be like, holy shit. Yeah. Where did those 10 years go? But yeah. And she's also, oh, she's so beautiful on the inside and outside. She's just an amazing person. I can she's only judge her outside. I can only judge her outsides. And I agree with you. She's very beautiful. You should have her own one day. Oh, that would be awesome. That's the best. That's the best thing about the mayhem empire. It's just endless podcast guests. Yeah. Just keep them coming. Well, thank you for coming on. Oh my God, um, grabbing me. Please um, let Rory know that I want him to come on. <laughs> I will. You know, a big hug and whisper in his ear. You know, Sevon really wants you to come on. I will. Thank you. Is there, John, do you have any farewell? Um, um, what, uh, after Dubai, what's the, what's the game plan? Because that's the last competition, right? Are you going to take a little bit of a break? Yeah. Um, kind of just enjoy the holidays a little bit and, um, in North Carolina with my family, 
um, yeah, a little bit of a break and then start ramping up for the open and quarterfinals again, but still continue squatting through all of it. Continue squatting. <laughs> yeah. You probably just think about that every single day. Yeah. What am I going to squat today? Every day. Right. This 